every play means a little more in the second season. Here's McCandless. Fake to Blaine Davis and the pass to him, and it's a touchdown, isn't it? It's yes. a touchdown, Columbia! The playoffs bring out a different type of intensity you just can't find during the regular season. Here's Stanley. He's being run around in the backfield. He goes down. No, he's still he's down. down. Columbia no. wins the game in triple overtime at Gallatin High School. Wow! What a defensive play! Following a triple overtime thriller at Gallatin, the Columbia Central Lions get a rematch with Powerhouse Summit in the second round of the TSSAA playoffs. The two teams met in region play back in September with the Spartans shutting out the Lions 35 to nothing. But in the year of COVID, September was a long time ago. A lot has happened since both teams walked out of Lindsey Nelson Stadium more than two months ago. Can the Lions muster enough courage to upset the Class 5A frontrunner? Well, stranger things have happened. It is 2020 after all. Columbia Central Lions Playoff Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Holland's Pharmacy, Sands Fence Company, The Garbage Man, Davis Heating and Cooling, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Murray Regional Hospital, Browns Body Shop, Quick Marks, Ten Pin Alley, Right Care Clinic, Columbia Kubota, DB's Eats and Beats, Davis Brothers Roofing, and Beck Dental. Now, live to Summit High School in Spring Hill, Tennessee, with Terry Wilcox and Clayton Harris, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome in, everyone, to week two, the second round of the Tennessee High School football playoffs as the Columbia Central Lions look to see if they have any magic left tonight for Team 107 as they do battle with the Summit Spartans. Bringing you the call of the game here at 7 o'clock tonight, I'm Lee Maddox alongside Clayton Harris and Terry Wilcox. Welcome, everyone. Clayton, I'm still a little excited about that triple (laughs) overtime win for the Lions against Gallatin last week in that first round. But tonight, maybe a little tougher opponent, but a familiar one for for sure. It's a familiar opponent. Yes, it is. A region opponent and a very good region opponent. Uh, as you heard in the introduction there by JP, uh, obviously the first time we played those guys back at Columbia in September uh, did not go the way that we had planned. But we were two and zero at that point, right? We, we were, we yeah. were, uh, we were two and zero, and you know, again they they came in and they took care of business. Now uh, we're up here on their home turf, and hopefully we've learned some things, and you hope that you've improved from then, and I think we have, and I and that, that's what excites me about tonight is. Is seeing how we match up against a premier program like Summit. You know, last week we played Galton. You know, they, they, they had a good football team. They finished the year four and seven. But tonight we're playing a team that has not lost a game except for one, which was to Franklin. And uh, they're, you know, they're obviously a six A school. This is going to be a good measuring stick to see where we're at. And you know what? The, the goal has got to be, let's make this thing close into the second half and give yourself an opportunity to win. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's what we can do tonight. Well, obviously after last week, anything. And then after this year, anything is possible. As JP alluded to, it's 2020. So, I, you know, I'm just excited. You know, the Lions come in here as that number three seed. 
here in the region, 5-5A at 6-5, while the Spartans are, as you said, the number one seed, now at 10-1, coming off that impressive win they had last week against Hillwood, 42-6. So we've got our work cut out for us, there's no doubt. We do. Uh, You know, Hillwood came into the game last week with only 20 players dressed out because of COVID-related issues that they had. Uh, but, you know, this is going to be a different team tonight for Columbia. We, we looked in warm-ups. We had over 40 kids, so our numbers have gone back up some. Uh, you know, and I think the game plan's got to be a little different going into this game, and I think you're going to see that. You know, if, if they're, if they're going to be competitive in this game and try to give themselves a chance to win, number one, you got to establish the running game. you got to shorten the game. Brady McCandless needs to use these play clocks on each end of the stadium, and he needs to snap the ball with one second left every play. He needs to shorten the game, shorten the possessions that each team gets. But Christian Biggers is going to be a part of that. And hopefully tonight we'll see Christian back out on the field. Justin Buckman, he's our guy that they can get around the edge. But we got to establish the running game between the tackles, and that's going to fall on the offensive line to, to really block well. So, uh, it's going to be a challenge, uh, but you're to expect that in week two of the playoffs. Well, one thing for sure, you know, the Lions are perhaps as healthy as they've been all year, getting back defensive end and slash linebacker, whatever you want to call him, just a specialty player, uh, special player Antoine Moore is back after, you know, the, the COVID and defensive offensive lineman Aaron Benson's back. They'll, they'll need all the help they can get as they try and stop you know, Mr. Football finalist Destin Wade in that first game back on September the 4th. So let's take a uh, – we'll hear from Coach Jason Hoth and his thoughts of going into tonight's game against Summit. We're here with head coach Jason Hoth here just prior to the kickoff of this second-round playoff game. Coach Hoth, you're here at Summit, taking on Summit. And, uh, you know, you had a great week last week, a thrilling triple overtime win against Gallatin. That puts you here against Summit, a team you know all too well. Uh, Your thoughts heading into this kickoff tonight? I mean, we're excited about the opportunity. We're excited to be here in the second round. Uh, we're, we're excited to play some, and I know it's a it's a team that a lot of people would like to avoid, but, you know, our guys, we're excited to uh, be on this side of the quadrant with them and uh, excited to, to have a chance at, at some revenge from earlier this year. And that, when you look back, I mean, it seems like a forever ago when we played that game September the 4th. Uh, a lot has happened since then, uh, maybe a, a lot to both teams. You know, Summit went through some, uh, just like you did, uh, you, you know, you, you had the COVID issue that you had to deal with. But luckily for you, I'm not sure about Summit, but your team is back as healthy as maybe as it's been since the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, we've got some more guys back, you know, getting Antoine Moore back and Isaiah Cord it'll definitely help and uh you know it's been a last three weeks has been tough you know we've had a lot of guys out due to contact tracing or injury uh, we get aaron benson back tonight uh, so excited to have those guys back with us and uh i mean we're, we're, we're pretty close to full strength it's been one of the better better positions we've been in in several weeks so uh excited about that and you know our guys are excited to have another opportunity to play football tonight I know. I know. One of the challenges you're going to have is their their quarterback. Uh, he's a he's a pretty doggone good quarterback. But you faced good quarterback last week and and uh, in previous games that you've come out the victor. So uh, your thoughts on trying to trying to hold him? Yeah. Um. You know. He, he's a, he's a heck of a ball player. We've been facing uh, dual threat quarterbacks. I feel like the entire season. Um. So. Uh, 
you know, game plans to try to shut them down. And uh, hopefully our defense can go out there and execute that game plan. What's going to be the final word to your players before the kickoff? Um, it's about us tonight. Um, you know, that's, that's what we focus on all, all week, opportunity, and just being about who we are. Coach, good luck tonight. And, Thank you. Uh, hope wish you all the best. Appreciate it. Thank you. And there you have Coach Jason Hoth, his uh, final words here before kickoff. Uh, we are still waiting kickoff as uh, both teams are still, they've already had their pregame warm-ups and they're in, still in the locker room. Some of the captains are moving this way out towards uh, the field here at Summit High School now. But, you know, uh, Clayton, he says, you know, we, we are as healthy as we've been. You know, we've got, you had uh, Watson Harvey to, you know, have that the ACL tear. And Leif Natty has been out the last few weeks with the broken hand. But other than those two, you know, we're all back. Uh, you know, he said, I miss you know, Isaiah Cordell's back. So that's all, that's got to be positive for us. Yeah, especially with Roman Woodson back at the corner position, that's going to be big because we, we when we played them uh, week three, they ran the buck sweep, and Coach Moore was on the broadcast with us. They ran buck sweep over and over and over again, and essentially that's why they only threw the ball three times the entire ball game. We had Jay Frierson, young kid out there trying to set the edge, and it just wasn't working. Roman is a great open field tackler. He's got to be able to set the edge. because I, I, Coach Coleman is not going to throw the ball unless he has to. He's going to come out. They're going to try to run. That buck sweep out of the shotgun, a lot very similar to what Urban Meyer used to do at Ohio State and Florida. And he's going to see if we've prepared to stop it. Now, if we can stop that, that's going to make them do something else. And, uh, you know, know, let's just be honest. Keaton Wade, or Destin Wade, is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the whole state of Tennessee, and he's just a junior. Uh, He can throw the ball. They got their complement of receivers back that were out against us the first time. So, our secondary still got to be ready and on their toes to defend the pass as well. But having Antoine back is a really big deal. And then obviously Isaiah Cordell uh, coming back helps as well. Uh, you know, it's going to be a tall task for these guys. But uh, anything can happen. we got to take care of the football, though. We cannot make mistakes. We cannot have those penalties that kill us in, in crucial times. Uh, and, you know, we just, again, the best way to keep them from scoring is to have long, sustaining drives, and that's what you got to hope for if you're at Columbia. Well, also, not not in that first game. Roman Woodson didn't play in that first nope. game. Jordan Brooks was out for uh, for COVID issues already. Justin Buckman wasn't even eligible to play yet after transferring from Michigan. So, you know, and, and man, that just seems like so long ago when we're talking about September the 4th. But, uh, and it was here, about 40 degrees warmer, too. Yeah, yeah. And here we are tonight. We're going to be broadcasting from up on top of the press box. So we've got a great bird's eye view we're just going to be a little cool yeah Yeah. it is a great seat and uh we're looking forward to this uh you know it's just uh this started out last week 32 teams in the playoffs in you know in 5 5a or in 5a the classification columbia summit are part of the 16 teams that are playing tonight the winner will be one of eight teams to move on to the quarterfinals next week to face the winner of Hillsboro and Beach, right? Right, Hillsboro and Beach. And, you know, a lot of people are wondering about Hillsboro. Hillsboro, you know, they were probably the two seed in that region. Gallatin got some wins due to COVID, uh, but that's how they ended up being the two seed last week. As I said, they finished four and seven. 
Like, Hillsboro is a very good football team, and I would not be a bit surprised if Hillsboro does not get that win tonight. And then the winner of this game will have to, regardless of who wins, will have to go on the road to either Hillsboro or to Beach. But like I said, I think it's probably going to be Hillsboro. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope uh, we can pull off a little magic That's like it. we did last week as uh, the two captains are coming to the midfield to uh, – to flip the coin and just decide who's going to get the ball first and who's going to go on defense and, and who's going to get second, going to defer to the second half. Maybe. And it's good to see Meech McCoy back. Also yes. been in a COVID uh, yeah. situation where he hasn't been able to be out there. So, he, you know, he's a senior. He helps us out on defense. He's out there as one of the captains. It appears that Columbia has won the toss. Columbia will be in their white jerseys, purple pants, purple helmets with the chrome lines head. And, yes, Columbia has won the toss, and they have deferred. So we'll go on defense first. We'll face that Destin Wade, that guy, first. So That's right. He's he's quite a player. There's no doubt about it. As you said, he's one of the best players in the state, and he's just a junior. But it's – I mean, I'm tell, tell me if I'm wrong. This is the last time we'll have to play him. Yes, they, because, move, they move up to 6A. And, I'm glad of and, that. Uh, yeah, they move up to 6A. And we stay in 5A, which, yes, Beach also moves up to 6A. Uh, Shebbleville moves up to 6A. Uh, so they're, they're going to move out of the region, and Nolensville and Spring Hill will move into the region. And I'm excited uh, for this new schedule we got next year. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement around it, a lot of uh, local opponents uh, potentially. Uh, Mount Pleasant being one of them. So yeah. that, that, you know, you heard that first right here. That's going to be interesting on the road to Mount Pleasant. So, All right, well, let's take a quick break before we get ready for the kickoff here as both teams are now getting ready to get out there on the field, and we'll be back with the kickoff by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Summit High School as we're getting ready for kickoff of this second round of the TSSAA playoffs with your Columbia Central Lions going up against the Summit Spartans. We're excited, Clayton. It's, uh, there's just really nothing quite like Friday night lights, football, especially playoff, and we've already got a taste of what it's like to win on a special playoff night, so this is going to be special tonight. It is, and again... If Columbia can pull this off, it will be incredible and it will be fun. It, it no will doubt. be fun. And, and a memory for, for those seniors, for the juniors, for the sophomores, the freshmen on this team. Uh, I know they've got to be excited. So Max Patton is uh, teeing up the football at his 40-yard line, and he's going to be kicking off from right to left on your radio dial as uh, we're getting psyched up and ready to play some football and here we go we're underway balls on the ground going to be picked up and dropped on the about the 31 yard line or the 32 yard line is where summit will take over at first and 10 don't know if he intentionally meant to do that but that was a pretty decent squib kick that was uh like you said lee recovered at the 31 yard line no chance for a return and that's where summit will start their drive on the right hash in front of their sideline so here's number one, Destin Wade, at the quarterback position. And uh, he's had quite a season already so far. They've only played seven games, though, I think. So let's see what he's got in store and see what this defense Buck has. Sweep. Wrapped up. Here we go. 
a pickup of about four, maybe five yards on the play as uh, King on the carry just around the right side. Yeah, they pulled both guards to the right. And, again, Roman was right there trying to set the edge. Gain of about, like you said, at least six on the play. They ran it to the short side of the field. Let's see if they come back to it here again. Second and five. Early, just underway here at Summit High School. Looks like movement, but no. Handoff again right up the middle. And he's got a little room, maybe picked up. He's going to be just short of the first down, going to be about a yard short. Gets it up to the 40-yard line, does King. A a tempo hurt. uh, Summit's on the ball early. Empty backfield for Destin Wade as he's under center. And he's going the sneak around the right side, and he's picked up the first down. They'll spot him at at their own 44-yard line. It's, it's, we're at about 47 degrees out here tonight. When he runs the ball, you need to punish him. You need to hit him hard. That will wear on him throughout the game. Destin Wade's got 757 yards rushing on the year, 798 yards passing through the air. Uh, so 10 touchdowns on the ground for Wade. Now he's in the shotgun formation, empty backfield. And uh, a sweep, no, he's going to keep it himself right at the middle. And uh, Carter Sidlowski making the stop along with another interior, uh, Antoine Moore on that play. And it looks like, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's Aaron Benson as well, the middle of that ah. defensive front. And a- Antoine Moore hobbling off the field. May have taken a, Don't want to see that. May have taken a helmet to a knee or something right there, not really sure. But that was a good stop, minimal gain, a gain of only about three. Second and seven. Here early on there at their own 47-yard line is Destin. And now a whistle and a flag. False start. There you go. Back them up five. That's what you want. So that's behind the chain. So that's what we need for sure. So it's going to be second and long here, as we said, just underway at Summit High School. Uh, just right at just over 10 minutes to go here in our first quarter. No score. This is the opening drive of the ball game. So second and 12, they'll spot it at the 42-yard line of Summit. As they're moving left to right, and here's he's looking to throw this time. There's the pass and a catch and a Good great hit. stop. A ball's on the ground, but he was down. I was, I was almost thinking that was going to be a fumble, but he was definitely down. A great hit by was that Hoth that made that? No, it looked like it was Roman. Okay, it was Roman Woodson. Yes, making the a great stop. And, uh, he, and that receiver number nine for Summit, he's coming off the field. That was a heck of a hit. Yeah, it did knock the ball out, but as you said, Lee, he was already down. Third, they, third and long here, big play. They picked up about five on the play, but they're at their 48-yard line. They've got to make it to the Columbia 46-yard line for the first down. A lot of movement here for the Spartans as they uh, adjust their offense as Wade still looking to get the play from the sidelines. Play clock is down to uh, 10 seconds now. Here's Wade. Got King on his left hip. And he looks like he's just going to run it himself. There's nobody there to help him. But ah. he got away from that first tackler, and he's on his way. 40, 50, to 30, down to the 20. And finally knocked out of bounds at the 10-yard line. Uh, goes Destin Wade. And that was, I think, I'm not sure if that's Roman that went all the way across the it field it to was. make that tackle, to a, kind of a touchdown-saving tackle. But... Wade just kind of, it was looked like a busted play. He had him tackled behind the behind the line of the game. It would have brought up fourth down, and we just didn't wrap up. And he made, Some, Wade made you pay for it as he gets down into the Columbia red zone. He's First at the 11-yard line. He's going to hand off to King this time around the left side, and he picks up about three on the play, down to maybe more than that, about four. He'll 
they'll give him. Probably going to be second and and uh, six here as uh, Summit is knocking on the door here. They'll spot the ball now at the six-yard line of Columbia. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was a big third down play. They had the opportunity to tackle him before he got to the line of the game and would have gotten Columbia the football back. But now here we go, second and about four. Here's Wade in the, shot, in the pistol formation with King just right behind him in that shotgun formation. He's going to hand off to King right up the middle, and he's good, met in the backfield. Good. A great play from both ends. Uh, Shane Cobb and Jace Hoth both crashed down to stop King for really a loss of one anyway. So it's going to make it third and about six now. That was second and five, so it'll be third and six at the seven-yard line of Columbia. Yeah, Summit can still get a first down if they get to the Columbia one, but it'll be interesting here to see what they do. Obviously, probably two down territory if you're Summit. Uh, may run the ball, but with their personnel they just brought in, probably going to pass it. So here's Wade. In the shotgun, looking to throw. He's being pressured. Get him. Get him. The ball's on the ground. It bounces right back up to him, and there's the throw. That's and ridiculous. a touchdown pass. Touchdown pass to Jolly from Destin Wade. Destin Wade got pressured in the pocket, got the ball. The ball fell out. It bounced right back up to him, and that kind of froze the defense, and nobody covering the number two receiver, Jolly, in the end zone, the back of the end zone, just a really easy pass and catch for, for the Spartans. So they take an early 6 to nothing lead. And here's the point after attempt. And there's the kick. And that kick is good. So Spartans take the opening drive down the field, about 70 yards on that drive. They'll take the lead 7 to nothing with 7 minutes, 9 seconds to go here at Summit High School. They lead Columbia 7 to nothing. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School as the Summit Spartans take their opening drive. Terry Wilcox, tell us that drive summary. They went uh, 69 yards in 10 plays, took 4.48 off the clock, ended it with a 7-yard pass, Wade to Jolly. And here's the kickoff. It's going to be received at about our own 18-yard line and a good little return there for Adrian Hidalgo up to the 30-yard line is where Columbia will begin their First drive of this game, of this second-round TWSAA playoff game here at Summit High School. Welcome in again, everyone. We're uh, just glad to be here playing football under the lights on Friday night in the second round of these playoffs. Seven minutes and two seconds uh, in the, here in the first quarter as Brady McCandless brings his team to the line. He's going to be in the pistol formation right here with Justin Buckman Right there on his hip, he's going to hand off to Buckman right up the middle, and Buckman's going to be met met at the line of scrimmage and dropped for a yard loss. As uh, nothing really there, Clayton, uh, not much opened on the, from that right side of that offensive line. No, offensive line there on the right side just didn't block anybody and nowhere to go for Buckman. He's going to lose a half a yard or a yard on the play. Got to be able to control the line of scrimmage if we're going to be able to have some success running the football. Buckman more of an outside-the-tackle kind of guy. Let's see what we do here on second down. 
McCandless under center now with uh, Buckman alone set back there, and he's going to pitch it out to him for a sweep around the right side, looking for room. He breaks the round one tackle, but not the second one, so gets back to the, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, so or just a minimal, like maybe another half yard. So it's going to make it third and long, third and 11 here for the Lions as uh, <laughs> they hadn't got anything going yet. Another interesting stat about Summit. In their last three games, they've allowed 35 yards rushing. Wow. Total. Yeah. Well, we're obviously probably going to be in a passing situation here as we've got three receivers to the left, one Kennard up to the on, on to the right. He's looking Kennard's way, and there's McCandless throwing to Kennard. He makes the connection, a short gain, though, about, well, maybe he's going to be about three or four yards short, it looks like, so it'll be fourth down for the Lions as uh, looks like they're going to get that punt formation into place. Well, you have Stephen Kennard back there punting for Columbia. He does a little rollout punt. Now they are on the short side of the field as they're going towards the Columbia sideline. But if there's any availability there, any opening, that he's got to go. And, and it appears they called him out of bounds. They put the ball back at the line of scrimmage. Oh, so no catch. They sure did. Okay. No Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Terry. So it's going to be fourth and 11 here at our 29-yard line. Looked like we moved over there, but they're not going to call it. There's the punt away. Good Nobody punt. there to re- receive it. Ball's just bouncing down to just inside the Summit 35-yard line. That's where the Spartans will take over first and 10 for their second possession of this ball game. So unfortunate three and out for the Lions. And uh, we've got to get something going here on defense to make a stop and try to get us flip this field position to get a little better field position and and uh, make Summit think they just can't run over us. But uh, we got to make that stop right here. Here's Wade all alone in the backfield, a shotgun. He's just running himself around the right side, got a hole, and he's still on his feet up to midfield before he's finally drugged down by uh, – Looks like Shane Cobb there making that tackle. He crosses midfield to the Columbia 49-yard line, so Clayton, uh, nobody stopping. Quarterback counter to the right there, off tackle, and we got to want to tackle him. we got to be able to go up and hit him, and, and right now our, our eight in the box just do not look like they want to tackle him. There was a hole there, so he just took it. Here he goes again. He's going to hand off to King this time around the left side, and he is met by some uh, Lions there. Nick Butler making the first contact to stop him, really about a, maybe a yard they might give him. So it's going to be second and second nine at the 48-yard line of Columbia. And that's what you want if you're Columbia's defense. You want second and longs, third and longs, not giving up big yardage on first down. That's going to be the key, and that was a great job there on the right side of the defense to be able to get the stop. It's going to be, like you mentioned, Lee, second down and nine just on the other side of the 50 in Columbia Territory. So here's Destin Wade, the junior quarterback in the shotgun pistol formation. He's going to fake it to King this time. Now he's looking to right to his throw. A great pass and a great catch, but a great a great stop by Roman Woodson, who's Looks like he stopped him just short of his first down, so it's going to be third and short at just right at the Columbia 40-yard line. They need to get it to nearly the 39-yard line to get that first down. Just a deep curl there by the Summit receiver right in front of the Summit bench. Just runs downfield as Wade rolls out to the right, stops, plants his foot, turns, makes the catch just short of the first down. 
look for the quarterback sneak here again as Wade is going to be under center empty. There he goes, and there's the first down. He gets the yard he needs, and that'll stop the clock to mark the change. The clock at now three minutes, 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Summit leading 7 to nothing and driving again on their second possession here in Columbia Territory. They'll mark it first down at the 38-yard line of Columbia. You know, Summit offensively, they keep things simple. You know, short yardage situation, they're going to go under center, they're going to run the quarterback sneak, and they're going to run about the three or four same plays over and over again until you can stop it. We've seen counter, we've seen buck sweep. Let's see what we have here. Here's a, a, a sweep pass or a, a screen pass to the left as uh, Wade throws it to number 13. I'm trying to see that Pierce. Is uh, that's just a just a regular screen out to the flat side over towards the Columbia bench, and he picks up five yards on the play. Yeah, Pierce was in the slot and was playing off the off the line of scrimmage. Just a quick little squ- uh, screen pass to him out there, and you know he's able to get upfield and get good yardage on first down. He'll mark it at the thirty-three yard line of Columbia. Here's uh, Wade going to hand it off now. No, a reverse kind of a counter sweep there to. Uh, number nine, just minimal yardage, though. Uh, that's Switzer. Uh, that's Nick no, he Switzer. Did, he did make the first down. He just enough tore the first down. He gets it down to the Columbia 27-yard line is where they'll spot it first and 10 for the Spartans. Just a jet sweep to the right. They've seen Switzer in motion. They fake the handoff to the running back going left, and he give it to Switzer going right around the end. And, as you mentioned, Lee, able to get the first down inside the Columbia 30 down to the 27. We need a stop here somehow, a turnover or something. He's just going to hand it off to King up the middle, and he's got some room after initial contact. He's got nine, ten yards maybe on that on that run as he just kind of picked his way after he was initially hit at the line of scrimmage. He made uh, he made uh, close to the first down. We've got an injured Nick Butler. Columbia player on the field, Nick Butler. Well, you mentioned it. We make contact early. We saw that in the first summit possession. And same thing here in the second one. We make contact early and uh, just unable to wrap up and make tackles. And they're able to get into the second level. And um, I, I tell you, just your thoughts now are with Nick Butler, who's down in a lot of pain. Yeah. Let's take an injury timeout, and uh, by telling you it's seven to nothing summit over Columbia. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School. Is uh, Nick Butler being helped off the field? Looks like a left knee injury there on that play, but here's the the Spartans looking to. Oh, incomplete pass there is uh, Destin Wade trying a second and short little quick slant pass over the right side, but a flag on the play, but an incomplete pass. What was it, Clayton? Uh, it was a read option there. They try to throw it. May have a holding on the defense here. Let's see what they call. I don't want, want to hear that. I'm just looking at the location. Either, either it's in the legal formation or it's a holding on the defense based on where that flag's thrown. Yeah, it's right at the line of scrimmage. Did the fake? And take it. What are they talking to yeah, one another? They're talking to each other. Headsets? Yep. Oh, oh what, what did, what offensive the, pass interference. I love it. Yes, sir. So, let's back them up. 15 or is that 10? Or? Uh, it's a 10-yard penalty, I believe. 
So, so that'll put it second and 11. Instead of Just, second and one, yeah. So there's the mark off. Actually, he's 15. It's 15, yeah. it's 15 yards. So they'll mark it up at the 33-yard line of Columbia is where it'll be now second and about 16 for the Spartans. The receiver was open, just a bad pass, yeah. it, it, it appeared. So got to be aware of that. Got to keep your eyes on the, the receivers there. Don't get lost in the backfield watching that quarterback because he may pull it and throw it. We don't get a chance to talk too much about our interior linemen, but there's Carter Sidlowski, Jordan Brooks uh, kind of anchoring that defensive front, but they're swapping in and out as well because they're both playing on the offensive line as well. Here's Wade in the shotgun, definitely looking to throw this time. He's being pressured, and he goes down. He's sacked. That's Jordan Brooks, just as we said, and looks like Wade might be hurt. He's getting up slow, but Jordan Brooks, Shane Cobb, uh, we're both back there for the pressure of Destin Wade, and that was quick. He didn't have time to really get set to, to try to find a receiver downfield. The first two drives uh, for Summit tonight, Lee, we've gotten in the backfield and made contact. We just hadn't brought him down. And right there, Columbia did a great job of getting him on the ground and uh, making him pay for it. So that was a good job of the defensive front. You mentioned Jordan, third and long here. Keep everybody in front of you all if you're Columbia. Way, all the way back at the 40-yard line, so it's third and 25 for the Spartans. Here's Wade. He's looking to throw, looking left, and there's the ball way downfield, but it's going to go over the head of the intended receiver, Jolly, good, good, good. way downfield, so that's fourth down. What do they do here, Clayton? Gonna, they'll punt the ball. Okay. They'll absolutely punt the ball. Well, that's a plus. That's a it's a win right there if you're Columbia. That's a huge, huge stop there on that second possession. Now Columbia is going to get the ball back with less than a minute to go here in the first quarter, uh, and with, with a little momentum. So that's a great job there by the Columbia defense. Very good. Uh, Stephen Kennard lines up a uh, just. Uh, we only have eight guys on the field. Oh my gosh! There's uh, the punt, and it looks like it's going to go out of bounds. A good. A sign for us because it goes out at the 23-yard line is where they will mark the ball first and 10. Yeah, we had eight guys on the Come field. Come on, don't tell me that. We did. Whoa. <laughs> and that's a wonder they didn't see that, right? If you saw it, surely these coaches saw it. But as you referred to earlier, Jerry, we've got the greatest uh, advantage point up here on top of the press box, so we've got a really good view of the whole field right here. And now it's at the 20. They've corrected there. So okay, yeah. It was, they, I thought it was at the 23. So first and 10 for the Lions. They'll start this time with 46 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And here's a fake to Buckman. And McCandless looking to throw to Buckman. And he's got go. it. And he's 35. Go. 40, 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. Stop and cut and back. There's a block by Kennard. Good. He's at the 10. He's looking at the end zone. He and got he's it. in there. Touchdown, Columbia. What a play by Brady McCandless to Justin Buckman. Touchdown, Columbia. Play action, bootleg to the right towards the Columbia sideline, and Buckman snuck out of the backfield and ran a wheel route right in front of the summit bench, and Brady just threw it in time on the money to Justin, and he goes 80 yards for the touchdown. Wow, what a response for the Columbia offense. Awesome, awesome, awesome play there for the Lions. And 
<laughs> like you said, I don't believe they were expecting that at all. Brady McCandless rolls to his right and just finds Buckman all alone over here. And here's the all-important extra point attempt, and we are tied, ladies and gentlemen. 27 seconds to go here in the first quarter. The Columbia Lions are now tied with the Summit Spartans 7-7. to You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to Summit High School as your Columbia Central Lions just tied up this ball game just uh, just outside of the second quarter. Terry Wilcox, the scoring drive. It was uh, 80 yards in one play, took 19 <laughs> seconds off the clock. 80 yard, a TD pass from a canvas to Buckman. Unbelievable. Great, great. And there's a little another squib kick by by uh, Max Patton. Good. They make a stop there at the 33-yard line. That's where it seems like that's where they've started. 38. Uh, 38 38-yard line. They started right here in this vicinity here all night. So the Summit Spartans will get their third offensive series here of the game as we're just 23 seconds left here in this first quarter. All tied, seven to seven. You now, Clayton, if we could make another big stop right here, like we did last time, that would that would. Oh, well. Yes, it would, and we got to keep hitting Wade. Keep hitting him hard. Here's Wade. He's going to hand off to King this Good. time. He's met in the backfield by, guess who? Shane Cobb makes a big stop along with Jason Poth. Both of those guys just converged and made a great stop. Really, no gain. I thought it might be a loss of a yard, but they're going to say no gain on the play, so second and ten. Number 50 for us is coming off the field a little, in, little hurt, and that's going to do it, Lee. Yep, yeah, you're right. That's the quarter. As uh, the clock goes down to zero, we are at the end of one quarter here at Summit High School at this second round of the TSSAA playoffs. Your Columbia Central Lions 7, the Summit Spartan 7. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School. Destin Wade around the left side of the line, and he's got a first down across midfield and pushed out of bounds there by Isaiah Quarter. Cordell at the Columbia 38-yard line. So uh, Destin Wade just takes that ball around the left side, Clayton, and, and just nobody to stop it. There was nobody there. You're right. They ran a quarterback counter to the left, and just nobody there for the Columbia defense to make the stop. Lucky that he only got... 25-30 yards on that one instead of more, but here we go. Got to get another stop here. So here's Wade in the pistol at the Columbia 37-yard line. Handoff around the right side. Good. There's a flag Coming on the play. Back. Coming and back. I see what where that was. That was uh, a number 52 for some illegal block on Jay's Hoth. I know a holding or something or a block in the back. One of them is going to be that call surely and that'll be a spot foul from about the 41 yard line that'll be a 10 yard loss yeah it's a chop block we'll take it that was a john dipold is that how you say dipold was the ball carrier there and picked up pretty good yardage there on that play but all for naught that's right well that's that's uh and he's coming off the field a little gimpy too is dipold and he's been one of their one of their Big backs all year for sure. That's Almost. a big penalty. Yeah, that's, that's a, they're a, still a, going back. It's a 15-yarder on a chop block. They're still going backwards. All the way on the, the Columbia side at the 43-yard line is where they'll spot it now at first 
and I'm not sure how much that is, but it looks like 30 that they've got, they've got to get down to the Columbia's 28-yard line for the first down. So first and 35? 35 is what Terry's saying, right, Terry? I think so. they got 25, but I believe it's. All right, here's Wade. Let's see what he does. He's just going to run it himself around the left side. He's got room. He breaks free through the line of scrimmage and, and uh, picks up about 15 yards right there just like that. So uh, back across midfield into Columbia territory. They'll mark it at the 48-yard line, or excuse me, the 43-yard line of Columbia. So that's going to make it second now and second down and 15 for the Spartans. When they pull those guards, we got to do a better job of spilling those guys where they're not able to get downfield and lead block for him, and that's what's happened the last two times they've run that counter play. Well, now Nick Butler's out of the game, so uh, Joseph Whaley's going to have to pick up the slack there for that linebacker position. Here's Wade looking to throw across the middle. That ball was caught or no, incomplete. 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 He was trying to reach Pierce, I believe. Uh, uh, no, that's uh, Shake. Tanner Shake. That's, that's, uh, shake just ball just a little low and hit the ground before he could 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 rec- could receive that ball. So that's going to make it third and fifteen from the Columbia forty-three yard line for the Spartans. It looks like Nick Butler's being carted off the field now. As, uh, that is not a good sign. No, that's not. I hate that for the sophomore Nick. He's had a great season. And been a great player for the Lions all 11 games. And uh, was having a good game here already, making several tackles. You can just count on Nick Butler to be in on that play. So, a lot of time they gave him here. What what What's going know. on here? I don't know. What they, now the play clock's finally but going. I'm not it sure. It should have been going, going a long time ago. This is, good. this is a big play, though. This is a third, very big play. Third and 15 from the Columbia 43-yard line. Destin Wade in the shotgun with King on his right hip. Switzer in motion. He's looking that way to throw. He's looking. He's getting pressured. He's in the pocket. Now he's, now he's throwing out to Switzer in the flat. He makes the connection, and Switzer looking to make a move, and he's going to be close to his first down. He's going to be about a half yard or a yard short. They're going to go, I'm oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. And I bet it's a quarterback sneak. Yeah. We need to push that line back right now to make this stop and make this turnover on downs, right, because – that's, this is a fourth and one. They're Let's gonna see. Give it, they're gonna they gave him a first down. Are you kidding me? Come on. He didn't look to me that he made that first and game. Th- first and 35. <laughs> Good gracious. Go on. Mm. All right. So here's Wade in the pistol here with King at his back. First down. Hand off to King around the left side. Got a little room in the middle, but not much as he's met there strong by Whaley and uh, Malik Smith. I believe Smith's back in that game, I believe. Is that Malik or is that not sure who's – or is that Marlowe? No, that's Malik Smith back in the game. Marlowe in for him now, so it's good to see Malik back in. And he made made a great stop there, second down. Uh, Yeah, left knee looks like of Nick Butler as he's being carted off right here behind the summit bench headed to the locker room. Here's Wade looking deep, and that ball's almost intercepted. Could have been intercepted by Roman Woodson, but incomplete as he was trying to trying to hit Jolly real quick slant over the right side, but uh, not, a, not a great throw by Destin Wade. And good news for Columbia. Is that Antoine Moore? 
No, it is not. I thought it was. Still have not seen Antoine back in the game after the opening play of the game. He hobbled off the field. But that was number 51 coming back. That's in. DeAndre Mathers DeAndre back Mathers. in. Yep. So here we go. Big third and long for Columbia. Need to get a stop here. Third and eight. Clock at 941 here left in the second quarter. All tied 7-7. Seven to seven. It was movement on that right side, and they didn't call it. There's holding oh, right there. Hold, there there's, Hoth, the and there's the call. So here's the play. He's throwing it in the end zone, and it's over everybody's head in the back of the end zone. Incomplete. So that's gonna, it. Yes, that makes it fourth and fourth and eight for the Spartans. And where is I haven't spotted that ball yet. Is it at the 26-yard line of it Columbia? Is, it is. 26. Yes, 26. Now, this is kind of no man's land, so they could go for this here. Yeah, we need but a big okay. stop right here, a big stop. Clock at 9.30 here in the second quarter. Big play of this ball game right here. Huge. This is a huge momentum play for either side. Here's Destin Wade in the shotgun. Pistol formation. King at his back. Destin Wade looking to throw. Moving around the pocket. Now he's going to pick it down and run, and no, he's going sir. to get stopped. He is stopped short of the line to gain. That ball's going to go over on downs to the Columbia Central Lions. Great job on that defense. Huge. That is a huge play. Columbia's going to get the ball back. Oh, we got another hurt player. Come oh. on, get up, get up, get up. Ah, I can't make out. Is that Demetrius? That is. And he was in on the tackle. But he's trying to get up, but looks like a inside of his – uh, thigh there, maybe an injury there on his right thigh. Hopefully he'll 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 they'll be okay. So let's take an injury timeout with them as the Columbia Central Lions have held the Spartans here. We'll take over on downs, and it's seven to seven here at Summit High School with nine minutes twenty two seconds to go. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to Summit High School. It's Demetrius McCoy off the field on his own power. That's good news for the Lions for their defense uh, and a great effort for that Columbia Lion defense as they're going to take over now on downs at their own 22-yard line or the 23-yard line. I'm not sure. I don't see the ball yet. Looking for Lewis. to. They're doing some kind of equipment uh, to Jordan Brooks out there, I believe, trying to get his helmet secured right there. Now they're now they're ready to play. So it's a good thing to see Demetrius to go off on his own power there. Yes, it is. And now they're going to make – are they going to make Jordan go out? Oh, oh my are you goodness. kidding me? Come on. Well, then – Mike Johnson maybe? I'm not sure, but here they come. Here he comes. That's uh, DeAndre Mathers coming back, coming in to – play that left guard position for Jordan as he gets some of his equipment addressed over there on the sideline. So here's McCandless under center. Justin Buckman, the lone setback, lone tailback, going to give to Buckman around the left side. He's looking for room. Met right at the line of scrimmage and nowhere to go. So no gain on the play. It's going to be second and ten for the Lions as the clock now approaching nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. All tied up seven to seven. And they should not be in a hurry at all. Take your time. For, oh, you got 37 seconds on the play clock. Drain every second of it. Shorten this game. Get into the half, either tied up or maybe even up. 
We need a long, sustaining drive here if you're Columbia. So Buckman able to get a yard there, so it's going to make it second nine at the Columbia 24-yard line here in the shotgun formation as Buckman on his right hip. McCann is looking to throw deep down the field and incomplete, looking for Kennard at the 40-yard line, but just overthrown there. So it's going to make it third and eight now for the Lions. Got a flag on the play. It's going to be a sideline warning on Summit. Oh, thank you. thought you were going to say on us. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. And that'll stop the clock. Eight minutes, 39 seconds to go here in this second quarter. Second round. The TSSAA playoffs, 16 teams looking to be one of the eight teams after tonight. Now Columbia's going to go trips to the top side of the field towards the Columbia sideline, moving left to right on your radio dial as Wade's going to come in the game on defense. Wow. You don't see that much, right? Obvious passing situation. Now he's going to come in at safety for, for Summit here. So here's McCandless in the gun. He's looking immediately to his left to throw. He's under pressure, and there's the throw, and Destin Wade almost picked that ball off at midfield. I'm not sure who Brady was throwing to there. There's nobody in the area. Destin Wade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it went right to him. Yeah, yeah, he was the closest guy around and barely just went over his wow. fingertips. So Columbia fortunate we didn't turn that ball over there. Not the so we, not the possession you wanted there. No, but we did stop them, and we'll flip the field a little bit here to get them hopefully back. We, obviously, a, a good returner in Switzer here is back at his own 45-yard line. Stephen Kennard lined up at his 10 to get the punt as Columbia is still trying to get players' personnel in on that line of scrimmage, and here we're set to go. And here's Kennard looking for the snap. There it is, clean snap. He's in that rugby-style punt, and there it is, a real high punt, not too far. But let's see if it gets a good bounce. Yes. It does, a great bounce for Columbia. Going to go down, be dropped uh, down at the 31-yard line of the Spartans. So uh, hopefully we can maybe pick right back up on this defense, and we'll find out if Demetrius McCoy can make it back out. I'm not sure what's going to happen. We're already down Nick Butler. One of our good linebackers, so we'll see what uh, what our defense has in store for this Spartan offense. We know how powerful they can be, so here we go. Well, just bend but don't break. That's what we've done so far after that first possession. Let's see what we can do here. Four-man front for Columbia. Here's Wade in the pistol. Going to give to King right up the middle, and he's getting met. And that Nowhere. looks like hold again Nowhere. on Jace Holt, but they're not going to call it. Uh, but a loss of yardage there for the for the Spartans. Uh, I'm not sure who made that initial hit over there, but our line of scrimmage there just kind of played that ball down the line of scrimmage and just did a great job of kind of forcing uh, King to nowhere. So he loses a yard. It's going to be second and 11 at the 30-yard line of the Spartans. Got to watch Wade here on a quarterback counter. Here's Wade. He's going to hand it to Switzer, almost a fumble. And yes, look sir. Shane Cobb in the backfield takes Switzer down for a loss of seven on the play. What so, a terrible spot this oh official my. right here is. Are you getting. kidding? That is terrible. Come on. Come on. That's at least three yards in front of where he was tackled. 26 or 27. Good gracious. That's pitiful. Columbia's defense just really... They've, they've kind of they've straightened up quite a bit here, even without. Now McCoy's back in. I'm glad to see McCoy's back in at his linebacker position. So it's 
third and 16 from the Columbia from the Spartan 24-yard line. Here's Wade looking to throw in the pocket, being pressured, moving out of the pocket. Now he's getting moving way out. He's yes, down sir. on the ground, and he's gonna he's gonna pick up maybe a yard on the play, but. Still, good defense, good coverage by our secondary on the receivers for the Spartans. So that's going to bring in a punting situation for the Spartans. Clock continues to run, wow. 6.40 and counting, and that's what you want to see. Run, clock, run, shorten this game, limit possessions. So the Spartans in punt formation, fourth and 15. There's the snap. Here's the punt. Here's Stephen Kennard going to pick up the ball on the run at the fifth midfield and he's across midfield and there's two flags what is that? we had too many men on the field this time good gracious so what i don't just, know I, we just i don't i don't know they're not gonna re-kick or oh they'll re-kick they'll take the penalty and re-kick good gracious because he was gonna canard just runs up uh, on the on the fly catches that ball on the fly going full speed right at midfield but then he was immediately tackled now they can tack this penalty on and push him back but that's if, what i want but, but but if i'm summit i i take the penalty and re-kick that was a yeah legal participation against columbia so they're gonna i, I would think coach coleman would accept this penalty Still kind of discussing things here. All the options. They're gonna they are gonna take it back for the re-kick. Right? Yep. Mark the ball, yeah, yeah. mark it off from the previous spot. So it's a five yard penalty. Five yard penalty. Yeah, he, he, he walked about eight. What? So what are they doing? Given. Not sure they know what they're doing. 15 yards? <laughs> so, what? so now that's liable to change the Spartans. Uh, now it's going to be fourth and one is what it looks like to me at the 40-yard line. They're probably going to take a timeout here, I'd say. They're gonna, they're bringing their offense back on the field. That, 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 so that's I don't the, understand what happened. Well, I didn't. That was a 10-yard penalty because they were at the 30. So... So here's 40. a chance for Columbia to step up and make a stop right here on fourth and one. A, I'm thinking it was a 15-yarder because Wade went to be down 15. at the 25. Yeah. yeah. No, he was actually down to 30. Now, now they're going to call timeout. Uh, so the Spartans are going to take timeout. Six minutes, 21 seconds to go. We'll get this all figured out after the break. I'm telling you, it's all tied up. Seven to seven here. Six minutes, 21 seconds to go in the second quarter. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Ooh. Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back, everyone. A lot of change here since that break. Uh, there was a, another sideline warning flag thrown against the Summit Spartans, so that backs them up five yards. So it's going to make it fourth and six at their own 35-yard line, and they're back in punt formation. Stephen Kennard set back at his own 30-yard line. There's the snap. And here's the kick away, and Kennard looking to pick that ball up, and he picks it up at the 35, and he's immediately hit, but 
boy, he scares me sometimes when he picks up that ball. But thankfully, knock on some wood somewhere, he's 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 done well every time with picking up that ball on the run. Well, Columbia lucky there again. Only 10 men on the field, and they ran one in late. And good gracious, they cut it close. I know, he did. Right, that was, that, well, yeah. Good field the position here for Columbia. Warning. Yeah, here's, here's McCandless. He's got the ball at his own 38-yard line is where he's going to hand off to Christian Biggers is in for the first time, and he's met right at the line of scrimmage. No gain there. The first time we've seen Christian Biggers in two weeks. So Biggers trying to get trying to pick up some yardage on the right side of the line, but nowhere to go there. So second and ten at the 38-yard line. His clock moves now to five minutes, 50 seconds to go. All tied up here in some at Summit High School, seven to seven. Need to bleed this clock as much as possible. They come to the huddle with 25 on the play clock. Again, run that thing down. Clock game clock dialed down to 5:35 to go here in the first half. Here's McCandless in the gun. Christian Biggers on his right hip. Here's the snap. Going to give to Biggers. Looking for room up the middle. He tries to move to the outside, but nowhere to go. And he's going to lose about three or four yards there on that play. Running backwards is not what you're supposed to do, and that's exactly what he did right there. Christian had nowhere to go to the right, reversed his field, ran backwards, and now Columbia in another third and very long. Third and 13 at their own 35-yard line. Take your time. Are the lines. Clock now under four minutes and 50 seconds left here in the first half. I know this offensive line trying to do their best to hold out uh, that Summit Spartan front defense. and looks like the blitz is on. Here's McCandless in the gun. He's being pressured. He's going down hard. He is tackled back at his own 28-yard line as uh, that was a blitz all the way from the Spartans, and nobody picked up number 44 for the Spartans who just had his. He took down uh, took down McCandless for a big loss there, so it's going to be now fourth and about 19 for the Spartans. Here's Stephen Kennard in punt formation. Switzer at his own 40-yard line for the Spartans. Here's the snap. Here's the rolling kick, and there it is. A good punt this time over Switzer's head. Calls for the fair catch, but that ball's going to take a, a, a bounce, a good bounce for Columbia. Going to be down by Buckman at the 25-yard line is where Summit will take over with three minutes, 51 seconds to go here in this second quarter. All tied up, 7-7. Seven to seven. Clayton, man, we got a game. It seems we, we like. do. We got a we got a defense. Got to continue to do a good job here. Keep them off the board before we go to the half. Columbia will receive the second half kickoff as they did defer uh, the the option there when they won the coin toss there in pregame. So here we go, big series here for the Columbia defense. Four down linemen. Dippo in the pistol formation now behind Destin Wade. He's going to hand the dip old right in the middle, and he breaks the the initial line of scrimmage, but uh, and still going to he's going to pick up about five yards on the play up to the thirty is where they'll spot it down. Second and five for the Spartans. It'll be interesting to see if Summit maybe picks up their tempo a little bit. They're really not a fast-paced offense, and uh, you know they, each team, Columbia with three timeouts, Summit with two. Thomas Jones in there at defensive tackle along with Aaron Benson in that mid middle front 
four uh, for the Lions. Here's Wade. Going to give the dip old around. No, he's keeping it up, going up the middle. He's got his first down. Picks up about seven on the play. He makes it up to the 38-yard line of the Spartans where, again, it's first and ten. Three minutes, ten seconds to go here in this second quarter as the Columbia is rotating those inner interior linemen to try to keep everybody fresh and to try to make a make a stop here. They've got to make a stop. First and ten for the Spartans. Here's Wade in the shotgun. Fake to Dippo, looking to throw this time. Now he's throwing all oh alone. Zach Switzer, Switzer all alone at the 25-yard line. He rose down to the 24-yard line is where it'll be first and 10 for the Spartans. Hildalgo is at least 25 to 30 yards behind him. Don't know what happened if he was looking in the backfield thinking he was going to run, but Zach Switzer running all alone. Fortunately, it wasn't a great pass. Switzer lost his footing. That prevented a Summit touchdown. I'm not sure if that was Switzer or number six. I'm thinking it was number six. Now a handoff to King. No, that's Depold around the left side, and he's got room to run. Picks up about eight yards on the play down to the Columbia 15-yard line where it'll be second and two for the Spartans. Well, it just seems like big plays like that will kill you, and you kind of get momentum, and you see the momentum here for Summit. Big yardage there on first down. It's going to bring up a second down and short. Nearing two minutes to go here in the second quarter. Here's Destin Wade in the shotgun. He's going to fake it to. He's keeping himself around the right side, picking his way through. He's got his first down inside the 10-yard line. They'll mark him just right at the 10-yard line where it'll be basically first and goal for the Spartans. Bend but don't break. Yeah, looking for a big-time stop here now we've got Carter Sidlowski and Jordan Brooks are in that interior front, and Demetrius McCoy is, I'm not sure, is he back in? I don't see Meach McCoy out there. I see Whaley. Yeah, McCoy's there, and Whaley and Shane Cobb. Here's Wade. Switzer in motion. Going to give to, no, he's going to keep it himself right up the middle. He's got room, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Summit. Well, One minute, 20 seconds to go. They'll make it 13-7 to seven as they take the lead back for the Spartans. That's why every play, every possession, we got to keep bleeding that clock. A minute 20 left, and we several plays there in the first couple of drives. We're snapping the ball with 25, 30 seconds on the play clock. Here's the extra point attempt, a high snap, but there's the kick away, and it is good. So with timeout, a minute 20 left till halftime. The Summit Spartans take the lead back at 14-7 over Columbia. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School. Terry Wilcox, the scoring summary on that play, on that drive for the Spartans. They took six plays to go 75 yards, took two minutes, 31 seconds off the clock, and ended with Wade with a 10-yard TD run. Here's the Spartans kicking off from their 40, and a kick now to DeAndre Williams at his 19-yard line. Across the 25, looking for room. Don't block in the back, and he's getting tripped up, and he never leaves the 19-yard line. He went all the way across the field, but uh, the Summit Spartans were there ready to take him down he didn't have anywhere to go. So they'll pick, Columbia will 
got short time now with a minute 12 to go to try to get to the end zone to get 81 yards is what they need to to tie this game. I think right here you run the ball and you bleed at least 40 seconds off the clock, putting it with about 30 seconds to go. I, I don't know if I would take a risk of turning the ball over this deep in our own side of the field. Consider when we get the ball start second half. Empty backfield, throwing it over here to Hidalgo. A little quick screen to the right. Stay he in picks bounds. up about two yards. He is, stays in bounds. Picks up about three yards, so it'll be second and seven. They're going to call it eight. Maybe he got to the 21. Now, Summit can stop the clock after this play. They have two timeouts. I'd make them use those timeouts. I would not put the ball in the air down the field in this short of a field. Uh, if you're Columbia, backed up at their own 21. Just let this play clock run down. There's still 20 seconds on it, 38 on the play clock. He's still going to throw here. McCandless, uh, empty backfield in the gun, shotgun formation. There's He's looking left, and now to Kennard, Goodness a little quick gracious. slant to Kennard, hit him in the hands, but just a little behind him, so the ball bounces incomplete. Thankfully, it uh, wasn't picked off. That ball tipped up from Kennard. Could have been picked off, but not. So it's going to be third and seven. Third and eight from the 21-yard line. That clock stopped now with 26 seconds to go as the Spartans are leading 14-7 to here in this second round of the TSSAA playoffs. Good game, though. Good game. Good half for the Lions, and hopefully uh, they'll get the ball to begin that second half, and we'll see what we can do there. But we've got 26 seconds. You get another Buckman breakaway right here, and he gets the ball up the middle and nowhere to go. Basically gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's probably going to wrap it up for this half of football. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, they called – who called it? Summit. Summit called timeout. They're thinking they'll get the ball back. So 13 they seconds are going to get the ball back. With There it is, fourth. Is it fourth? Yeah, it's going to be fourth down and eight or six. Yeah, I mean, again, that's why you got to bleed that clock all the way down. We left them 13 seconds left here. You just cannot get this punt blocked. Get it away. Do what you got to do. Well, they haven't really pressured Kennard either on his punts. Uh, you know, they've been setting up for the return, but they could uh, very well put everybody up and don't worry about the, the you know, return. Go ahead and try to get to him, so. Very good. So, been a good good first half so far for the Lions to hold on like they have with a very powerful Summit offense. They've just held them to 14 points and uh, some really good defense. We just need our offense to get clicking here when we get back after halftime. Let's hope we can get this punt. Now, they're not going to have somebody deep, right? They're going to block it. They're going to try to block it. Okay. Yep. Here we go. I don't see how in that formation. They're going to try to come off the edge there. Here's the snap. Don't get it away. There's Good. the kick. Good. And that ball is going Roll. to bounce for a long way. Not a long way. Don't, don't, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Down to the 41-yard line, and they'll stop the clock with four seconds to go. That's where Summit will get at least one play here with four seconds to go before halftime at their own 41-yard line. I'm in prevent defense. I have all of our secondaries guys back at least 20 to 25 yards. Keep everything in front of you. They're going to take a knee. They need to. Yeah, we'll take that. Okay. Watch for the fake as we got personnel coming in and out. Yeah. We've seen this before. 
What did they call in now? Yeah, I think the knee. Summit will take the knee. No, they, was there a timeout before? No, him? there they go. The clock never started. And so there's the clock going down to zero. And uh, so Columbia has done very well here in this first half to hold on to a, just a 14-7 to lead for the Summit Spartans. And uh, we're going to have a lot more action. And we're going to have a want you to stay tuned to TriStar Friday Night Live at the half. Comes your way. And uh, you'll hear from uh, from JP and Coach Mike with all the scores that are taking place across the state. And we want to tell you that you've been listening to Columbia Central Lions football where they're down seven right now to the Summit Spartans. But we've got a good second half ready to come back. Stay tuned, folks. We're having a good time here on the Friday Night Lights. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Columbia Central Lions Playoff Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Holland's Pharmacy, Sands Fence Company, The Garbage Man, Davis Heating and Cooling, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Murray Regional Hospital, Browns Body Shop, Quick Marks, Tin Pin Alley, Right Care Clinic, Columbia Kubota, DB's Eats and Beats, Davis Brothers Roofing, and Beck Dental. Now, live to Summit High School in Spring Hill, Tennessee, with Terry Wilcox and Clayton Harris, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Summit High School here at halftime as both teams are trying to get warmed up after going into the halftime locker room to try to I guess gauge how they did this first half and get their game plans for this second half here where we're at 14-7, Summit leading Columbia here in this second round of the TSSAA playoffs. Clayton, uh, they, Summit kind of, when you look at the stats, they, they kind of overwhelmed the, the, the Lions, but the score is still 14-7. That's right, Columbia's still in this ballgame, but as you mentioned, Lee, statistically, Boy, I've never seen a lopsided statistics as as quite as I've seen like this and the game only be a one-possession game. Total offense, Summit, 243 yards, Columbia, 72. That's, that's a big difference. Here's the shocker. Summit, 36 plays on offense, Columbia, 13. Uh, uh, Passing-wise, Columbia, 82 yards in the air, Summit, 81. Brady McCandless, 2 of 6 with one touchdown and 82 yards. Wade, 6 of 10 for 81 yards in the air. Uh, Rushing, though, that's where the difference is. Right now, Summit, 162 yards on 26 attempts at 6.2 yards a rush. Columbia at minus 10 on 7 attempts for minus 1.4 yards per rush. Uh, as we mentioned, receiving Columbia two completions for 82 yards, six for 81 for Summit. Penalties, Summit with four penalties for 40 yards. Columbia, that is one area they are leading in, only one penalty for 15 yards. Uh, no turnovers for either team. 
Uh, Columbia with four punts at an average of 41.8 yards a kick. Summit, three punts for 25 yards a punt. Uh, Columbia's had one sack for a loss of seven, and Summit has had one sack for a loss of seven. Time of possession, Summit, 17 minutes and 17 seconds to Columbia, six minutes and 20 seconds. Columbia only one first down in the first half to Summit's 12. Uh, They got nine of those rushing the ball uh, and three passing. Columbia got theirs on that one pass. Columbia 0 for 4 on third down conversions. Summit 5 of 8. Here's a big one, though, where the Columbia defense got a huge win. Summit is 0 of 3 on fourth down. Uh, Justin Buckman, four carries, no yards. Christian Biggers, two carries for minus three. And Brady McCandless, minus seven on that sack. Destin Wade, 13 carries, 125 yards, averaging 9.6 yards a carry and a touchdown. Brandon King, seven rushes for 20 yards. And John Dippold, four carries for 17 yards. Receiving for Columbia, one for 80 for Justin Buckman. And Adrian Hildago, one for two yards. Zach Switzer, three catches for 61. And Brady Pierce, two for 13. Dang. I was feeling better until you started reeling off those stats. Here we go with the with the kickoff and... It went out of bounds. Why? Mm. <laughs> I yeah, thought Adrian Hidalgo would have let that ball, go, or DeAndre Williams would have let that ball go out of bounds. But uh, that's football IQ one on one. My goodness, gracious. it's going to be downed at the Columbia ten yard line as uh, they'll take over first and ten for their first offensive series here in this third quarter. As Brady McCandless, I, like you said, the the stats there, I, you know, the way we were playing, it seemed it didn't seem that the the stats were that lopsided, but obviously they were. We we were doing a lot of bending, but we never broke, and that was the the key there because we made them punt, we held them on a couple of fourth downs, and so we'll see what happens here as we begin the third quarter here for this second round playoff here at Summit High School. McCandless going to hand it off to. Justin, no, no, who is that? Is Buckman. That, is that Buckman? And he takes a big time loss back to the two yard line. Hey, good, maybe good they're going to give it. They're going to give. They're going to give him forward progress to the five. So a loss of five on the play. So it's going to be second and fifteen from our own five yard line as Columbia <sighs> is moving from left to right here on your radio dial. If you let that ball go out of bounds, we got it at the forty. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I thought he was just for sure going to let it go. But I guess he was scared they were going to get it. Uh, uh, we're going to get close to it. So McCandless in his own end zone looking to throw. He's looking for Blaine Davis and just overthrows him incomplete. Well, third and long here, backed up against your own end zone. You haven't had much success. You haven't had any success running the ball. I think you probably need to try to throw this one out and try to get some yardage if you can. Or maybe, you know, at some point Brady's going to tuck the ball and run. Brady can move. He's, he's tall, long, lanky kid. He can move pretty well. Big play here for the Columbia offense, though. Give your, give your punter some room to get the ball out of the end zone. So here are the Lions breaking the huddle up to the line of scrimmage. McCandless standing at his goal line with... Justin Buckman on his right hip. Now he's in. Now he's going to throw the screen Good. to Buckman. Buckman's got some room to run. He's got the first down. No, not quite. I thought he was going to make that first down, but he picks up about 13 on the play. So that's going to make it fourth and short for the Lions. Uh, fourth and about two yards to go for the for the first down. 
So they'll mark it at the 18-yard line, the Columbia 18-yard line. Stephen Kennard back in punt formation. That was a good play. They brought the blitz, did Summit, and you're in the halfback screen out into the flat to Buckman. Let's see what Kennard can do here. Got some, got some room now to work with. Looks like Schneider is going to receive this punt. Or no, that's not Schneider. He's going to get it at his 45-yard line. He's going backwards. Wait a minute. Well, he must have stepped out of bounds. He called fair catch, I oh. think. Well, how can that you start should, that a run? That should be a penalty. I, he, that, yeah, that should be a I penalty. never saw the fair catch, and he started to try to run the ball, and uh, then it was called dead. So, yeah, that, I didn't that, think that, he could do that. By the letter of the law, that should be a penalty. That was number 13. That's Brady Pierce, the wide receiver that's done so well for the Spartans all, all year long. So here's Destin Wade going to take over his first possession of the third quarter and is starting at his own 41-yard line in the shotgun formation, and he's going to give to King right Good up job. the middle and nowhere to go as he's hit by Shane Cobb and Jace Hoth both converge down the line of scrimmage to make a minimal game, maybe a one-yard pickup. Now they're going to call it two yards for the Spartans. They'll mark it at the 43-yard line as they're moving right to left here on your radio dial. Just underway here on the third quarter at Summit High School. Summit leads 14-7. Pistol formation for Wade. King at his back, and he's going to give to King. Yes, and he's sir. in the backfield and dropped for a loss to Marcus Marlowe, the first one to make the contact there at a three-yard loss, or they're going to give what him a bad forward spot. progress. This, Come on. This, guy, was, this sad judge in front of the uh, – uh, Summit bench is awful. I mean, was, his, his spots are just terrible. That was for, clearly had to be the 38-yard line, and now they're going to give him the – they're spotting the ball at the Spartan 40-yard line, so it's going to make it third and 11, and and that should be third and 13. That, that's atrocious. Here's Wade in the gun. He's got Dippo there. He's going to fake to him. Counter. He's going to run it himself, oh, and he's got room to go, and he's still on his feet, and he breaks it to the 30. He's out of bounds before he gets to the 30 at the 35-yard line of the Lions. So uh, a great pickup again by Destin Wade. You said he had over 120 yards rushing, so he just picked up 20 at least there, or 40. I mean, excuse me, about 30 yards there on that carry. He was averaging over nine yards a carry, bump it up to about 10 or 12 now. Man, that's just uh, – you got to know that that's coming. They've run that counter play with him all night. So here they are, first and 10 at the Columbia 35-yard line. Destin Wade in the shotgun. He's going to give to Dippo this time around the right side. Good. He's met uh, and dropped for a loss just a yard behind the line of scrimmage, but a great play by Roman Woodson making in on the tackle along with – it looked like Lincoln English was, was up there as well. So – uh, a great effort by the defense, especially Roman Woodson coming in from his corner position. Tell you what, I know Summit's a good football team. They made it to the state runner-up last year. But, if you know, their offense, that would concern me. You should have seen the worry on Mike Epley's face downstairs at halftime. They <laughs> they, they got some issues themselves. They got to get fixed. Second and 11 at the Columbia 36-yard line. The ball almost came out right there. There you go. Justin Wade met hard. 
in the backfield by Jordan Brooks. It was, looked like a little uh, tanglement there. He was trying, looked like he was maybe going to fake it to dip old, but they, uh, the ball looked like it almost wanted to come out. Read option. He tried to put it in his chest, then he pulled it the last second, and you're right, Lee. When he pulled the ball, he nearly lost it, and Jordan did a great job to come in there and clean it up. Another loss on the play. Third and long. Columbia's got to get a stop here. Here's Wade in the shotgun. He's going to give it to King. No, he fakes it to King and up the middle. He's got room to run, and he's going to be close to his first down. So it's going to make it fourth and about one for the first down as they get it down to the 26-yard line of Columbia. So this is typically that quarterback sneak that we've been seeing, that we saw in the first half for for the Spartans. Let's see what Destin Wade, he's not going to line up under center. He's still in the... He's in the shotgun, so he's Counter. probably still going to run it. He's going to keep it himself, running behind King, and he's got room to oh, run boy. on the outside of the right, and nobody's going to catch him. He's going to ro- walk right into the end zone. Touchdown The Summit Spartans with seven minutes, 16 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Just underway, the Spartans score on their first possession of the third quarter, just like they did the the first quarter so we'll see what we can do here to try to answer when Columbia gets the ball back on offense and hopefully not get as bad a field position start as we did on that opening drive here's the extra point attempt there's the kick and it is good so with timeout on the field seven minutes six seconds to go here in this third quarter Summit Spartans 21, Columbia 7. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's all TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School. Terry Wilcox got the drive summary of the Summit touchdown. Terry? Yeah, they went 51 yards in seven plays. Uh, Ended up with Wade with the... 26-yard TD run to 309 off the clock. Wow. Heston Wade's got to be approaching 200 yards now. No doubt. Here's the kickoff. This time, DeAndre Williams takes it at his 18-yard line. Coming up the right sideline, gets a little room there out above the, past the 35, or maybe they're going to mark him out of bounds at the Columbia 35-yard line. So a little better position here for field position for the Lions to start this drive as opposed to that first one here in the, in the, here in the third quarter with seven minutes to go. Well, at some point, Columbia's got to throw out the game plan offensively and say, you know what? We're going to have to go four or five wide, and we're going to throw the ball because the only way we're going to be able to establish a running game is to loosen up that defense a little. Got to find the mismatches out there in the secondary. If you're Columbia, here we go, five wide, empty set. Stop. What are they? They're going to make Kennard go out of for some type of equipment. And see, it's, it's little things like that that'll kill you. I mean, it, that, not that, sure that, what that is. The uh, dog over will replace him, so. They're in a definite passing passing situation, it looks like. McCandless all alone in the backfield in the shotgun formation. So Hidalgo replaces Kennard here at wide receiver. Here's McCandless looking to throw. He throws to Buckman. Don't complete. run backwards. Buckman's going to pick up about four yards on the, on the pass. 
and just immediately tackled just as soon as he got the ball. But uh, they give him the forward progress up to the 39-yard line is where they'll spot it. So it'll be second and six yards to go for the Lions. Better, much better. They spread out five wide, went empty. Quick little hitch route. Buckman able to get positive yardage on first down. That's what you want if you're Columbia. Now it's going to be second and medium. Are we missing somebody? Uh, we got a tight end over here. Okay. Here's McCandless looking deep. There's Gennard just right through his hands just across midfield. That's got to be caught. That should have been caught. That An unfortunate. To... It was a little high, but still catchable ball right there for Stephen Kennard. Just went right through his hands. May have heard footsteps there, but if he catches the ball, he's coming across the field with some wide open space in front of him. And who knows what could happen. Third and six now for the Lions at their own 39-yard line. Trying to get a first down here desperately here in this third quarter. Same Only had formation. one in the first half? One first down in the entire first half. I would have thought we had more than that for some reason. Now empty backfield. Faking to – there's Kennard. No, that's – who is that? Sandman. That's Sandman. Gets the first down. The catch across his midfield to up to the 47-yard line of the Spartans. So – uh, Sandman all alone there and that little quick slant over to the left side of the field, the, the wide side of the field. Great pass and catch for the Lions first down. If Columbia's going to get back in this game, it's going to have to be on the shoulder of Brady McCandless. He's going to have to throw the ball around the field. A great play there. They faked the screen out to Buckman and hit Sandman going up the middle of the field there down the hash from the slot position. Columbia in summit territory. Here's looking at it again. They're going to do the screen over here to Buckman. Buckman's got a little room, and he breaks the tackle right at the line of scrimmage and still on his feet, finally knocked out of bounds. Should be a late hit. They're not going to call it. He gets it down to the 44-yard line. The 43-yard line is where they'll spot it, so he'll pick up about five, maybe they'll call it four. So it'll be second and six at the 43-yard line of the Spartans. Keep throwing the football. Keep throwing the football. We, we've had a, we've done a good job here the past two or three plays of being able to try to, you know, stretch the field a little bit. Kennard had that one that he dropped, but hopefully we can get another one back here. Here's McCandless looking to throw again. He's trying to go for Kennard. He's got the catch, and he's at the 30, at the 20. down at He's finally taken down right at the 20, but he caught that ball at the 30-yard line, and then – or was that? That was Kennard. Yes, that was Kennard. All the way down to the 21-yard line now where they'll spot it. First down again for the Lions. Keep throwing the football. Keep throwing the football. I'm telling you, it's working. So far, it's really working here on this second possession of the second half. And good job by Kennard to get yards after the catch. Columbia knocking on the red zone. Here's McCandless. Buckman on his right hip in the shotgun formation. He's looking to throw again, downfield. There he goes. For Kennard's got the ball at the five-yard line, the end zone. He's right at the one-yard line where he's taken it. down. Quarterback sneak it. Rush up to the line and quarterback sneak this, and that's what they're doing. Brady's going to sprint up to the line here. He's telling everybody to get set, get set. Don't let go. them substitute. Here we go. Here's McCandless under center, and he's rushing right into touchdown. the end zone. Touchdown. Lions. That's huge. Big play. That's a gutsy drive right there. A big response for the Columbia Central Lions as they pull within eight points right now. It's 21 to 13 with four minutes and six seconds to go on a great drive by the Lions to get back within hopefully seven here after the extra point attempt. That is huge. Wow. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Just got to get some stops now defensively. Yes, we do. We've got to figure out how to stop Destin Wade for sure. All right, here's McCandless, the holder for Max Patton, his extra pointed tip. There's the kick, and it is good. So with timeout on the field, four minutes, six seconds to go in this third quarter. The Summit Spartans 21, your Columbia Central Lions 14. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School as the Columbia Central Lions pull within seven here in this third quarter action of the second round of the TWSAA playoffs. Terry Wilcox, the scoring drive there. 65 yards and seven plays, two minutes, 55 seconds. It ended with a McCandless one-yard quarterback sneak. And here's that squib kick. To ball, the ball, yeah, football's down. Ball. Who's got it? Who's got it? There's a fumble at the 33-yard line. I think the they must have recovered it. The Summit Spartans must have recovered that ball. But a squib kick. Wow. Great job by the coverage team there. Yes, it was. They were. I mean, that that's something they've obviously been working on this week is that little squib kick and to get down in coverage to keep them, I guess, from getting the full speed run that they've been doing. So here we go. We're going to see what this defense has in store for the see if they can somehow stop this Destin Wade from uh, piling up any more yardage. Here's Wade in the shotgun at his own 33-yard line, first and 10. A lot of shifting here. And here comes that buck sweep over to the right side, and there's a little room to run. It's five-yard pickup. Maybe six for the Spartans as uh, King picks up six yards up to the 40-yard line. That's going to make it second and four for the Spartans. Or actually, now they're going to give him like seven. So it's a second and three here for the Spartans at their own 40-yard line. They're moving right to left here on your radio dial. Here's Destin Wade in the shotgun. I'm imagining it's going to be his number this time. No, he's going to throw it over here, the right side. But the receiver catches the ball and immediately slips down and is called down right there. Really no gain on that play. So third and three for the Spartans. A big play here. Quarterback counter, what do you want to bet? (laughs) No doubt about it. So, And as Columbia brings in some fresh defensive linemen here to hopefully try to stop this because that's where they've been successful. Now we're getting the clock uh, official timeout. Why don't they make him go out? They should. They're trying to adjust the jersey of one of the receivers for Summit. Uh, the, act- the referee actually fixed his jersey. So, anyway, here we go. Back back to play now with Wade in the shotgun. He's running it to the right side, and he is met by Carter Sidlowski. Ah. A stop. Oh, he gets away and just makes enough room to get over that first down yardage marker. But Carter had him in the backfield. I thought he was going to make a stop on that to make it fourth down, but the Spartans get the first down. You know, when you hear about a player like Wade, you, you almost think that he's Superman. But if you're one of those kids out there for Columbia playing, you got to realize he's just like you. He gets tackled the exact same way. Yeah, he's fast, he's long, he's tall. But Columbia, they, they got to take advantage of hitting him in the backfield. they got to wrap up and drive him to the ground. First and ten for the Spartans at their own 45-yard line. And here's that sweep around ah. to the left side for King. And he's got... A good bit of yard. Oh, going to be a face mask on Columbia. Looks like Joseph Whaley was in on that tackle after about a nine-yard pickup. Mike Cordell's the one who got the face mask there. 
<laughs> That's going to hurt. So King uh, runs this sweep around to the left side here, to the near side, around the summit bench, down to the Columbia 46-yard line. So now they're going to tack on another 15 yards on top of that. So now they're going to spot it all the way down to the Columbia 31-yard line where the Spartans will have it first and 10. Two minutes, 17 seconds to go. Summit leads 21-14 to 14 over Columbia. Need a turnover here, Lee. For sure. McCoy looking to try to blitz here. Let's see if he's going to do it. And there's there's McCoy making. No, that's Shane Cobb Good. making the tackle on Destin Wade for maybe a yard. They might give him a yard. I don't know. I don't maybe. think. He, I think he got back to the line of scrimmage, and that was about it. Yep. Second and ten for the Spartans. And that's what you got to do right there. Shane Cobb, no fear, going in there and hitting the quarterback. Great job by the Kalioka Warriors slash Columbia line. Clock running fast here in this third quarter. It's a, down under a minute, uh, approaching a minute and a half here left in this third quarter. Sum it up 21-14 to 14 over Columbia. We need a stop right here. That turnover. Here's Wade in the shotgun. He's going to fake it to King and then... The ball is thrown to Pierce, but incomplete. Could have been picked off there by Cordell. I was hoping he would make that ball. That ball kind of started juggling there by Pierce across the middle, and uh, but falls incomplete. So now third and ten for the Spartans. I'm assuming Clayton there in four-down territory here. I would think so. At the 31 of Columbia. Yeah, I, w- I would think that they probably are. So, I would, again, look for that quarterback counter. Here's Wade. In the gun, there was movement, no call. Oh, that was high snap. He's going to give to to King on the right side, just a pickup of about four. So it's going to make it fourth and about six. It looks like to me, as the clock continues to approach like a minute left here in this third quarter. Let's see what the Spartans. It's, it is definitely fourth and six. They'll mark it at the twenty-seven yard line of Columbia, and they're lining up to go for it. You know it's going to be number one getting this ball, I would assume. Big play. Here he is. Here's the snap. Fake to King. And he's got his first down. And there's a flag. coming back. There's a flag. That ball's coming back. He finally gets knocked out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Does Destin Wade as Cordell and English combine to get Wade finally out of bounds after he comes around that left side. That's huge. Now they may punt the ball. Holding on Summit. And that's a spot foul from the 25. So put it back to the 35. You're looking at fourth down and about 13. 10-yard You're right, Clayton. So it's going to be fourth and 14. And here comes their punting unit. Huge But stop. I would be looking for a fake potentially. Make sure we got the right amount of people on the field too. Three, six, nine, ten, eleven. They're trying to decide. They still don't know what they're going to do. If Three, they're, they're just six. going to let it go, right? Going to make sure they don't fake it. They're not putting. They're not putting Canard back. Just play. Big. Here's the snap. There's the punt away. Let it go. Let's hope that one keeps rolling. And it's rolling. And it's rolling. And it's going to go dead at the one yard line. Good gracious. That's unfortunate. But got the ball back anyway. We stopped them. We need to. <laughs> hopefully, we'll. 
We'll do what we did on that last possession that we had, take it down the field and get us a touchdown, tie this game here with 32 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Summit is up 21-14 to 14 over Columbia as the Lions will start this possession at their own one-yard line. Well, I don't think the strategy changes here. you got to throw the football. You do not want to run the ball and get a safety we here. We don't need a safety. you got to throw the football. Offensive line's got to continue to do a good job giving Brady plenty of time to throw the ball as we are now in the I formation. Buckman under center. Buckman, uh, excuse me, uh, McCandless under center, and he just does the sneak to try to get, and he does get a couple of yards. He's going to get it up to the three-yard line is where just to get a little room out of it from away from that goal line. So now hopefully we'll get us a pass, and it looks like we're going to go to the quarter with that play. Not sure they're going to try to get another snap off here. So let's hope uh, both teams scored seven points here in that third quarter. So uh, very good defensive stand there for the Lions and a good drive on that one touchdown drive. So that is the end of the third quarter of this second round of the TSSAA playoffs where Summit Spartans are up 21-14 to over the Columbia Lions. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome in, everyone, to Summit High School, where the Columbia Central Lions are trying to get back on the board and tie this game up. They've got a long way to go, Clayton. Several several yards here. It's going to be second and eight from their own three-yard line as uh, both teams back on, ready to start this fourth quarter. This is the final quarter of the night, and we're hoping that we can somehow bring this game, get back to a tie ball game. Here's McCandless. He was under under the center, and he's throwing deep, looking for Kennard down the field. Oh, he dropped oh, it. Kennard headed the ball in his hands. It was a back shoulder throw on him. He came comes back from the ball at the 30-yard line, had it, hit him in the hands, and he just drops it. That's two here in the second half he should have had, and, man, that would have been huge. That would have been huge. Do it again. Do <laughs> yeah. it again. He can he can he can go up and catch that ball, so you don't wanna don't wanna not throw to him because of that, because he is a playmaker. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So here we go. McCandless in his own end zone now in the shotgun. Justin Buckman on his right hip. Two receivers each side. Here he is, backed up in his end zone. A little screen to Buckman over the right side. Buckman looking to make that first down yardage. He and got he's got it. it. First down over the they're going to mark him at the 11-yard, just across the 11-yard line. He had made just enough to get that first down. A great play there by Justin Buckman and Brady McCandless making the pass over there on that right little screen pass there to Buckman on the Columbia side of the football field. And he, it, and he had a receiver over here on the other side, wide open. He was one about three yards and stopped. He was. Nobody's seen him. He was looking the other way, but. Good play. First and 10 for the Lions at their own 13-yard line. Not sure why we're taking this much time to get the play in as the play clock goes down to about 10 now. Here's McCandless in the gun. Christian Biggers now on his left hip. Now Biggers goes out. Oh, ah. a pass over the middle there to Blaine Davis, but just he, as soon as he caught, the, uh, was reaching for the ball, he got hit by a defender, and ball falls incomplete. Still got to make that catch, though. Hit him in the hands. You know you're going to get hit running across the middle of the field. 
But I wouldn't. Still I wouldn't. wouldn't doubt, still yeah. wouldn't have been many yards though. Yeah, I, did, I just think that was a timing thing on that defender. He hit. He hit lane just as that ball hit his hand. So keep trying to stretch the hard. field though. Look at the advantage Kennard has on twenty eight over there at that cornerback position. So here's McCandless, second and ten from his thirteen. McCandless under pressure, throw it out away. of the pocket. There's the throw to Kennard across the middle. Kennard makes the catch and got another first down up to the 22-yard line, or 23-yard line, where Kennard, again, just McCandless running wild, came out of the pocket, forced out of the pocket, and he finds Kennard running across the middle for the first down yeah, catch. Yeah, Brady rolled out to his left and tried to get away from the pressure inside the pocket and then makes a great throw across his body into the middle of the field to Kennard. First and 10, Columbia. Ball to 23, 10-15, counting here to go in the ball game. Not sure what Stephen Kennard's catches are tonight, but on the year, 36 catches, 517 yards, four touchdowns. So he's had a great, great season for the Lions. Here's McCandless, first and 10 at his own 23-yard line, backing up to throw. Got time, now being pressured. Run. Now he's, now he's going to go down. He's going to lose about three yards on the play, or about two yards on the play. As McCandless gets sacked, he got pressured out of the pocket and tried to pull it down to start running, but he was quickly apprehended there by the, the Summit defense. So it's going to make it second and 12. Clock counting with just right at 10 minutes to go here in this ball game. Very close to a horse collar there, but Brady tried to escape the pressure from the outside, tried to step up in the pocket and take off, just nowhere to go. Here we go, unbalanced trips to the left side. Here's McCandless. Sends Buckman in motion, fakes to him. Now across. Oh, did that ball get tipped? He got tipped. That ball got tipped at the line of scrimmage, so it's going to make it third and 12 from the 20 yard line for the Lions. So a big third down right here for the Lions that we need to convert at the 21 yard line. Third and they're saying 13 on the scoreboard. That's third and 12 or third and a long 11, what I would call it. Well, and I tell you, we keep going back to that same formation and that same play. At some point, we've got to mix it up a little bit and go back to that five-wide set where Brady's back there by himself. Here's Brady looking to throw. There's Buckman, though, incomplete. Just threw it beyond the reach of, of Justin Buckman in the right flat. Buckman uh, just, just went uh, off his fingertips yeah. there. So, punting formation here for the Lions. Well, they did a great job moving out off of the one-yard line and gave themselves some room here. It's going to give give the Columbia defense a better field position to work with. Still not going to be great, but, you know, you got to figure you got one, maybe two more possessions left in this ball game, but 941 to go. There's Kennard at his 10-yard line to punt the ball, and the punt's away. A good punt this time. And ball hits at midfield and going to be downed just beyond that at the Spartan 48-yard line is where the Summit Spartans will have it first and 10 to begin this next drive, this next possession. So nine minutes, 29 seconds to go here in this fourth quarter. Well, defense has got to stand up big here. Got to get a stop. Got to get the ball back if you're Columbia. Still got three timeouts left. Plenty of time left here in this game, but you cannot let them get a bunch of first downs and run clock. Got to stop them. Need a, need a turnover right here. There's a fake to Counter. King, and Destin Wade's on his way. Got his first down. 
finally taken down by Roman Woodson after a pickup of 11 yards on the play down to the Columbia 41-yard line. Destin Wade, just uh, that same play we've been seeing all night. We're just It's just hard to stop him. Yeah, it's a counter to the right again. They pulled both guards, and I tell you, I know he got the first down, but Roman tackled him exactly the way you need to. Tackle him low. He got up, and he, he was – He felt it. He did. He did. That's, you got to keep doing that. Maybe you put that helmet on that football, and it comes out. So here's Wade in the pistol. He's going to give it to King right up the middle. Balls on the ground. Balls on the ground, but I think Summit got back on it. So Wade diving back for that ball. I believe it was King that must have got back on it. And Wade no, did, that was a lineman, an interior lineman for the Spartans that recovered that ball. So And number 10 for them's coming out of the game. He's a little woozy. That's King. And, and I tell you right now, Wade did not want to run that ball. He's still feeling that last hit he took from Roman. Yeah, he is walking a little, little slow back there. So here he is, second and 10 at the Columbia 41-yard line. Destin Wade in the shotgun. He's going to run it this time around the left side. There was holding, but no call on Malik Smith and Destin Wade's going to pick up good yardage on the play, about eight-yard pickup. So to make it third and short for the Spartans as the clock continues to move with eight minutes, five seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. And here's Destin Wade going to try the quarterback sneak, and he's around the right side, and he's got the first down and a lot more. He's still on his feet at the 20. He's at the 10. He's going to look at the Columbia defenders and a touchdown, but they're going to call him taunting as he goes into the end zone for the score for the Summit Spartans. Now, if that's like college, that they'll take the score off. I don't know if that's the same rule. He did it before he got he in did. the end zone, the, the that's for sure. The one. He just turned around and acted like he was walk, going to go walking in backwards. But I'm not sure if, if I would uh, – I don't know how you how – you, I've never heard that, that they take the score away. They do. That was a rule they established in college several years ago. So let's see what happens. They're talking to – referees are talking to Coach Hoth over on the far sideline to – Get him the options of what is going to be called. And it was called at the one-yard line, which was before the score. But that's where the flag was laying. So here's the play. They're going to count, They're going the, to touchdown. count the touchdown. <laughs> so why? Why would they count the touchdown? <laughs> what were, or what was our option? I guess. Uh, I don't I really know. Coach Ho's going to take the penalty on the I'm, kickoff. On the kickoff. Yeah. Or you take it, what would have been the other option? On the extra point. Okay. So here's the extra point attempt for the Summit Spartans, and there's the kick, and it is good. So with timeout on the field, the Spartans get another score. It's now 28-14 to 14 over the Columbia Central Lions. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. It's the playoffs, and it's on TriStar Sports Radio. Welcome back to Summit High School. Terry Wilcox, you've got the drive summary there. Went 52 yards in four plays in a minute, 39 seconds. Ended with a 34-yard TD run by Wade. And here's the kickoff and the penalty for the Summit. Spartans was back at their own 25-yard line where they kicked from, and Roman Woodson takes the ball at his own 30, and he's up over 
to the 44-yard yard line is where Columbia will get good field position on this possession. Still a lot of time, but now you're in a situation where you've got to score on this drive. Seven minutes and 42 seconds here, down by 14 to the Spartans. The Lions now with good field position here in this fourth quarter to start this drive at their own 44-yard line. And this will probably be the last time these two teams play for a long, long time as Summit moves we, up to 6A. And we've never beaten them. No, we haven't. That's, that's what I hate. We need to somehow pull something, pull some magic here. Matt McCandless, empty backfield, looking to throw. He's being pressured, now stepping up, still looking to throw. There's the pass and catch. First down catch. Who was that, Sandman? I think so. Good job, Is it Sandman? Yeah, Sandman all the way up to the 45-yard line of the Spartans, a pickup of the first down, actually the 44-yard line. Good, Yes, good patience by McCandless to avoid the pressure in the pocket and rolled on out to his right and found Sandman over on the right sideline on the Columbia sideline. Yep. Got to pick the tempo up here. Yeah, I'm uh, not we're sure. We're still huddling. Uh, this this should be just no-brainer. Call it from the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. I, I don't know what we're doing here. All right. Oh, McCandless still trying to get his personnel lined up right and uh, taking all it down the play clock under 10. Good gracious. Come on. Here he is looking to throw. There's the pass and incomplete again. Hit Kennard in the hands, and Kennard couldn't hold on to it. So incomplete pass, second and ten, but that does stop the clock. Balls have got to be called. They hit you in the hands. you got to catch it. And we need to have plays ready to call at the line of scrimmage yeah, at this point. I, I, Seven I, minutes to go, you're down 14. you got to be I on mean, the line. Yeah. I guess there is some time here, but not, not but that much time. Not a lot of time, especially when we know what they're capable of. Absolutely. Same formation again, trips to the left, one receiver or one halfback in the backfield. There's McCandless looking to throw. Now he's being pressured, and he's going to go down with the sack way back inside Columbia territory at the 46-yard line. Goes McCandless, a loss of 10 on the play. When you line up in that formation over and over again, they're going to figure out all the different things that you're doing, and and that was just a coverage sack down the field. Again, nobody to the right side other than a tight end lined up on the line to help block. You had three receivers to the left and just nowhere for Brady to throw the football. Clock's still running. So third third and 20 for the Lions at their own 46-yard line. Here's McCandless. Looking to throw, got time, throwing way downfield, looking for Justin Buckman, and just a tip ball there, and incomplete between Buckman and the defender. You got to go for it. Yes, they're not. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got to go for it. Well, maybe maybe, maybe Kennard's going to run it. (laughs) Maybe. On fourth and 20. I know it. What are, I don't know. What are we doing? Six minutes, 13 seconds to go here. Down by 14 to the Spartans. Kennard lined up in the punt formation at his 35-yard line. No receiver No, no receiver for the Spartans. Here's Kennard with the punt. Good punt away. 
Ball's going to probably mean, take a Columbia bounce, and that's a good bounce. Down to the inside the 10-yard line to the 8-yard line is where now the Spartans will take over first and 10 with six minutes and two seconds to go here in this fourth quarter. The Spartans up by 14, 28 to 14 over the Lions. So, and they didn't even put anybody back deep to return it because no. they thought surely they're going to fake it. You know, They're not going to punt the ball. Whoa. So here's Destin Wade and his Summit Spartans coming back out on offense. And, and here's the deal with this. You get you give them uh, – you've literally given them 92 yards to really just try to run the clock out. Defense has to get a stop here early. Right away, here's Destin Wade in his shotgun formation. King on his left hip. Wade all alone by going by himself. He's got stopped there after just a minimal pickup, maybe about three-yard pickup. They'll put it at the 11-yard line, so it'll be second and seven for the Spartans. Clock will run five minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the ballgame. And they'll definitely use this clock every play. Oh, there's no doubt. Or you would think they would. 30 seconds on the play clock, 534 on the game clock. But they're going to they're gonna go right ahead. That's to our advantage. Let's take advantage of this and make a stop. So it's Wade again on the left side, and he stopped right there before he gets back to the line of scrimmage. So that's going to make it third and about seven, maybe eight. I guess they're going to call him back to made it to the line of scrimmage. Basically no gain. It's third third and seven from their the Spartan 11-yard line. So a big play right here for the Lions to make a stop. The receiver's out here. If you get a stop here in the field of play, you might take one of those timeouts. Here's Wade. Waiting on the snap. Looked like movement over here on this right side, but he's going to go down. He has tackled sack timeout. I in take the, a timeout. at the five-yard line. Timeout. Did they call it? Timeout. Oh, yeah, 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 we got it. We got yeah, it. There's the timeout with four minutes and 33 seconds. So it's going to be a fourth and long situation, fourth and pun- long punting situation for the Spartans with four minutes, 33 seconds to go. We'll just keep it here. Yeah. As uh, the Lions have got to hopefully they're going to get good field position right here and hopefully a good return uh, to keep it inside the Spartan territory. And then McCandless is, uh, we, we just got to get Kennard to catch the ball uh, when that ball is thrown to him. We've, we've, he's unfortunately had uh, two or three drops that could have been caught tonight. So hopefully they're just waiting to make up for it right here. If you're Columbia, do not jump off sides and make sure you field the punt cleanly. You're gonna have you're gonna have the ball probably in summit territory. If I'm not mistaken, this may be one of the first or maybe second time. I know this is probably the third yeah, time they, they punted the ball tonight. Yeah, yeah, they they went for it. To, they got that penalty down here, but then they wound up kicking it. And that's their receiver, Brady Pierce, is the punter, and he's back at the back of his end zone to receive uh, the snap. And there's the snap. Here's the punt. Punts away. Uh, Get away. Fairly good punt, but Kennard's gonna. Looks like he wanted to try to get it, and it's going to be downed at the right at midfield, basically at the 50-yard line is where Columbia now will take back over first and 10 with four minutes, 21 seconds to go here in this ball game. They're down 14, 28 to 14 to the Summit Spartans. So the Lions still alive. 
with a chance here. If they can just, they've got to get a score quickly and then get the ball back quickly. Force overtime. That's it. We can have another triple overtime, hey, right? If we get it to 27-28, <laughs> I'm all about Go going for two. For two. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's McCandless, empty backfield. Here's Buckman in a little sweep to him around the right side, and he has nowhere to go, and he's going to go down a big-time loss, eight-yard loss on the play. What? Buckman started going backwards. Why are we running the jet sweep down two touchdowns with four minutes to go in the game? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I mean, that, that, they, they have held their opponents, as I said, to 35 yards the last three games combined. We had negative 10 yards at the half. They gave uh, Buckman a lot, of, a real good spot there, a good forward progress, I guess. It's uh, at, the, at their own 46-yard line, Columbia. A loss of four on the play, second and 14. Here's the pass. and That's a lateral. Another, that, that should have been a lateral because that oh. was going to be a double pass. Yeah, that, that was, was trying be. to reach Kennard way over here on the left side, and Kennard goes up to catch the ball and just couldn't couldn't bring it down. Wow, well, we got lucky on that one. Well, incomplete pass, third and 14 from our own 46-yard line. Clock stopped at 3 minutes, 42 seconds to go here in this fourth quarter. Summit's up 28-14 to 14 over the Lions. Lions trying to make something out of this. It's third and very long. McCandless got three receivers here to his left, to the near side, and Buckman on his right hip. Here's the snap. Buck, uh, McCandless looking to throw. Finds Kennard. Kennard gets the catch, picks up good yardage, but no, still about four yards short of the first down, so it's going to make it fourth and about four as the clock will move. And uh, it's three minutes, 20 seconds to go. Columbia should be on the ball, lined up. We're, we're going to huddle. We're going to yeah. huddle. <laughs> yeah, here we go. The ball spotted at the 44-yard line of Summit. Fourth and four. Here's the play of the game. McCandless in the gun. Got time. There's the quick pass to Jace Hove. First down. Jace Hove inside the 35-yard line. First and 10 at the 34-yard line of get, Summit. Get on the line. Here Let's we go. go. Come on. Hurry up. Lewis, thank you. Telling them, let's go. Here we go. There's the quick snap and a spike to stop the clock at 2 minutes, 53 seconds to go here for the Lions. That'll make it second and 10 now as they'll spot the ball again. The ball is spotted at the Summit 34-yard line. Clayton, I'm not sure. I I don't know if I would have a... Just a, re- a play called. Two, I don't two know plays. About. Yes, two plays called. One for this yeah. down, one for the next one. Yeah. Here's McCandless looking to throw all alone in the backfield. There's the passing catch to Kennard. Kennard makes the catch inside the 20 down to the 16-yard line is where they'll stop the clock to mark the change. Get the on the line. Down. Get on the line. Let's go. They are. They're lining up. They're getting on the ball. Clock at 2 minutes, 44 seconds to go. They'll spot the ball now it's at running. the 18. It's running. At the 18-yard line, Brady trying to get the play in from the sideline. He's under center and Buckman in the backfield, and he just spikes the ball again to stop the clock. Yeah, all of that for a spike? (laughs) Come on, guys. we got to speed this up. Let's go. All right. Well, clock stop now with two minutes, 32 seconds here in the fourth quarter as the Lions are down uh, 
at the Spartan. They are marking it at the 17-yard line, I believe that is, is where they're marking it. So it's second and 10 for the Lions. Here's McCandless in the gun. Justin Buckman on his right hip. Two receivers each side. Here's McCandless looking to throw across the middle. There's Kennard, makes the catch over the middle, down to the inside the 10-yard line, down to the 6-yard line. So that's going to be enough for the first down. That's enough for the first down, so it's first and goal. That should stop the clock for just a second, right? They don't maybe stop it. And he spikes the ball to stop the clock with 2 minutes, 20 seconds to go. It's second and goal now from the that eight, says the eight. eight and I, I thought he was a little further along than that. But I guess that maybe I'm going to call it the seven. I'm going to call that the seven-yard line is where we are. Yeah, it, it had to be because they were started the drive on the 17, the previous play, and they got a first down. So. I'm saying the seven. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> Here's McCandless. We need a touchdown real quick right here on this play. Here's McCandless looking into the end zone. He's rolling to his right, being pressured. Away. Now he's going to throw it into the end zone, and it's picked oh, off awesome. in the end zone for the Spartans. No, he said he was out of bounds, I think. I hope so. I, I, heard, a, he I heard a whistle before the ball was thrown. Let's hope so. They're, the officials are huddled up on the far side. It's hard to see what they were doing, but, yes, they're going to call him out of bounds. Back at the – where is that? At the 13 or at the 12-yard line. So it's going to be third and goal from the 12 or from the 13. Now they're going to call it the 13-yard line. Third and goal from the 13 for the Lions. So we got a break there that he went out of bounds, but that ball was intercepted in the end zone. But he, McCandless had already stepped out of bounds. So here's Brady looking into the end zone, looking to his left. There's the pass and catch, and it's intercepted this time for sure. And running back is Jolly back to the 40. Now at midfield to the 45, McCandless finally drags him out of bounds at the 40-yard line of Columbia. That's going to wrap it up, looks like, for the Columbia Lions. Doggone. A great effort, though, a great effort. But, I mean, we're not, it's not done. We can still make some kind of stop right here or get a turnover ourselves, but uh, unfortunate there for Brady and the Lions as he was trying to hit Kennard and several of our a lot of defenders, a lot of receivers all jumbled up there just at about the five or inside the goal line and uh, intercepted by the Summit Spartans. Yeah, it's just unfortunate there and mm. seeing some of the stuff happening after the play by some of the Summit players is just... Yeah, nothing was called either. Yeah, yeah kind, nothing called. Kind of well, disgusting. Yeah, kind of like that penalty that Wade had. And here's Wade. He's going to get tripped up and tackled for uh, a two-yard gain, and Columbia takes a timeout as Chase Hoth makes that tackle on Destin Wade as he picks up maybe a yard on the play, two yards on the play to be second and eight. The clock stopped with a timeout at a minute, 47 seconds to go as uh, they'll spot the ball at the Columbia 38-yard line. So uh, Jolly makes that interception and a great return, a great uh, run back on the interception all the way to here to the 40-yard line of Columbia. And if I'm someone, I'm, I'm either having – uh, Wade, Pat, hand the ball off or put a different quarterback in. I, yeah, I, I got another game next week. You don't want him getting hurt going up the middle like that. 
I, got, I, I tell you, Columbia's played well tonight. They have they, they played have nothing, well. They have nothing to hang their head about whether or not they win this game or they lose. Summit, on the other hand, I'm telling you right now. Not very impressive. They're, they're not, they're not going to go very far after this if they don't improve dramatically because they just they, – when you rely on one person so much, somebody's going to stop him. Second and eight for the Spartans. Wade takes the snap. He hands off to King up the middle, and Carter said last, he says no. So drops uh, King right at the line of scrimmage for no gain, and Columbia takes their timeout. It stops the clock with one minute, 41 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Columbia 14, Summit 28 here in this second round of the TWSAA playoffs. Well, I want to remind everybody, stay tuned following this broadcast for TriStar Sports Friday Night Live with J.P. Plank, Coach Mike, back at the studio. They'll give you all the scores and updates from around the state of Tennessee here in the second round of the TWSAA playoffs. I tell you guys, it's uh, it, it's been an interesting year to say the least, but Columbia, they you can see they're, they're just – they're, they're this close, uh, and, you know, again, the old saying we used to always say, don't let Columbia beat Columbia. There's some things that they're going to look back on tonight and say, if we could have just done this or caught that pass or this pass uh, or made a tackle or two that where we made contact in the backfield, uh, it could be a completely different game right now. But, you know, Summit, Summit's a good ball team, there's no doubt. Third nine. Columbia out of timeouts, a minute 41 to go here as Destin Wade takes the snap from center, and he's going to hand it off to Brandon King around the right side, and King's got his first down, and that's going to end the ball game uh, basically because all they got to do now is take a knee. That's it. That's, they get it down to the 27-yard line of Columbia as the clock will Get set on the marking of that first down, and there it starts running at a minute 30 to go here in this ball game. But, Clayton, I swear you said uh, Columbia is close. They've had a, you know, it's been up and down, and everybody has dealt with this COVID situation. We've dealt with some, some pretty serious injuries. Uh, you know, we lost Antoine Moore tonight. We lost Nick Butler tonight. Uh, so it's it's been a... I mean, to get this far, to get that victory like they did last week and nobody expected that, uh, that was special. So yeah. that's, a, that's a memory they're going to take with them, uh, especially these seniors. I feel for the seniors that are going to go out tonight, but uh, both teams now, as, as the clock kind of winds down inside a minute, they're, they're actually they're congratulating each other on the field right now. I know they've got to run another play, but play, but still, that's that's great sportsmanship. Did you like to see right there? Uh, I know we've talked about that maybe it wasn't at times, but that right there is a, a good sportsmanship from from each team congratulating each other. So, and I tell you, uh, hopefully Columbia is going to learn from all these experiences they've had this year and. You know, as you said, they don't need to hang their head. Uh, they got beat 35 to nothing in that first game back in September. You know, Summit won the region outright, didn't lose a game. And, uh, you know, they we just go down by 14 tonight. So I'm proud of them. And I'll tell you what, guys, I'm proud that, that I've had this opportunity 
to be here and uh, call these games. I didn't know how this was all going to turn out with my son playing and and uh, being such a fan as that I am. I know I've yelled some sometimes too loud into this microphone. JP's told me to kind of settle down sometimes, and and uh, but but it's been fun, Terry and Clayton. I just appreciate this opportunity. I've had a ball doing it. It's, it yeah, absolutely. It's been, it's been a blast, and uh, we we Lee, you've done a great job this year, and. Uh, you know, we started the year in Spring Hill. We're going to end the year in Spring Hill. But uh, like you said, a lot, these guys got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, and we were the first game at, back at Spring Hill. I was nervous as a cat, and we were up on top of the press box there. And uh, here we are at the last game, basically in Spring Hill, as you said, and we're on top of the press box here. So it's been fun. So we, we've got some stats that we'll give after, maybe afterwards. We'll get them afterwards. Okay. But I just want to tell you, Lee, it's been a pleasure. I tell you, I enjoy working with you and Clayton. I miss the first few games, but uh, this is awesome. And like you said, getting to see Lewis play, you know, he's like a, he's like a son to Clayton and I as well. Yeah. Working at the station with us, so we're very happy for him and for the seniors. Uh, I tell you that it's they struggled a few few games in the middle of the season, but uh, they they need to be proud. This was a this was a good game for them. Yeah, it was so. Uh, a lot of seniors, I think about 10 or 12 seniors that we've got on this team tonight that are seeing their their last action uh, in high school football. Who knows, some of them might move on and, and have another chance at that next level. You would like to hopefully see that and uh, just proud of them. And Coach has got them gathered down there on the field now to uh, kind of talk about things. And I'm sure he's proud of them tonight because uh, nobody, I think, you know, I wasn't sure what to think, but after last week, and of course, as we said, this 2020, you don't know what to expect next, but uh, they played a well of a game tonight. To, to I know when we look at the stats, it's going to be one-sided again, but still, we we stepped up when we needed to. They made plays when they needed to. Brady McCandless had a good game. Uh, you know, a lot of throwing the ball tonight. We weren't able to run the ball much, but uh, still a great effort on behalf of the Columbia Central Lions. And I see Antoine Moore's out there, and, and uh, uh, he's still hobbling around. But uh, he, unfortunately, he went out early in the game, and he's been a playmaker for us on that defense all year long. So just my hat's off to the Columbia Central Lions, and it's, it's been, a, been a good season, a successful season to finish I guess we're at six and six. Six and six. Six and six with the end of the second round of the of the playoffs, and that's what you want to do. You want to make it, you know, at least make it to the playoffs for sure to have some success and to get that victory like we did last week against Gallatin. It's definitely been a successful season for the Lions. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned uh, had several seniors on this team, so a lot of big shoes to fill for next year. Uh, going forward, obviously, the first position you think about is quarterback position. There's going to be a quarterback competition, I'm certain, probably during the spring for uh, that job next year. Um, but, yeah, just uh, re- really proud of the way those guys uh, competed tonight and left it all out on the field. And um, when you go out and you do that and, and you leave it all out there, you have nothing to be uh, ashamed of or to hang your head about. You just uh, – Went toe-to-toe with a uh, powerhouse in 5A football and came up just a little bit short tonight. So, um, you know, we, uh, we you know, we, we've had kind of had an up-and-down year. 
Uh, but to finish it in the second round of the playoffs is uh, something de- definitely something special. Well, that's going to wrap it up from here, and it's great a great scene here. We've got the Columbia fans and a lot of those parents. I know I'm going to be one of them that's going down on that field to hug these players next, to thank them for a great season. But a lot of Columbia fans waiting on the coaches are all gathered, still have the team gathered there here on the field, giving them some final thoughts on the season. So it's just a proud thing to see. Unfortunate that uh, you have to, you know, wind up your season tonight. But, again, it's been successful, and we're just proud to to be a part of it. And it's been fun here on 103.7. I'm I'm glad I've been along for the ride. Clayton, uh, appreciate your guidance all the way through. And uh, just uh, had fun. Look forward to possibly again doing this again next year that know? would be yes that, that I, ho- I hope that's the plan and uh yeah um as long as you're willing to do it lee we'll continue to do it so uh i just appreciate you and terry both uh, for coming along for the ride and uh yeah we'll, we'll be back at it next next year and want to remind everybody next week uh, we begin columbia Lions basketball right here on 103.7 as uh, the legend barry duke comes out of retirement to uh, cover columbia basketball men and women so uh, stay tuned for that and uh, enjoy some columbia basketball as uh, we enter the 2021 uh, basketball season and summit will We'll continue playing on 101.7 next right. week as well. And uh, at Beach is what Terry is saying. Is to, so they'll be playing on the road at Beach in that quarterfinal game. So congratulations to the Summit Spartans and congratulations to the Columbia Central Lions. Again, it's been great. Clayton, Terry, thank you all. Thanks for tuning in to Summit Spartan to, uh, to, <laughs> to the Columbia Central Lions football and the TriStar Sports Radio Network, where your final score here is the Summit Spartans, 28, the Columbia Central Lions, 14. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live Playoff Edition with J.P. Plant and Coach Mike with scores from all across Middle Tennessee and the latest breakdown on the playoff brackets. This has been a Front Porch Radio production on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. For Terry Wilcox, Clayton Harris, I'm Lee Maddox. Good night from Summit High School. Columbia Central Lions Playoff Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Holland's Pharmacy, Sands Fence Company, The Garbage Man, Davis Heating and Cooling, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Murray Regional Hospital, Browns Body Shop, Whitmarks, Ten Pin Alley, Right Care Clinic, Columbia Kubota, DB's Eats and Beats, Davis Brothers Roofing, and Beck Dental.